Hello, welcome to Yellow Pod Sessions, the show where I ask adults the questions my dad asked me as a kid. Today's guest is Riley Rose Critchlow. She does all kinds of awesome stuff. She's got a podcast called Hags. She's a comedian. Um, she's an actor. She's a producer. She's a writer. She's all the things. Incredibly talented and um, worth knowing about. Um, and this show will help do that. Wow. Um, before we get started, a couple things. First, you guys, for the month of July, my show, this show, Yellow Pod Sessions, is up for awards. How exciting is that? 10. So here's how you do it. I'm going to give you quick little instructions how to do it. It would help out the show. If you want to help out the show, please help out the show. Podcastawards.com. You stick a stick a select a, a big blue button called nominations now open. You sign up, just name, like a email address and a password. You don't you're not going to receive tons of crazy emails. Um, and then you can you can nominate the show. It's under two categories. One, it's under the comedy category, and it's under the very top left. It's called the Adam Curry People's Choice Awards. Select Yellow Pod Sessions on that. Select the Save Nominations button, and you guys are doing me a huge favor and helping out the show. It's got it's a legit award site. Um, it could really help it out. It takes about three minutes. It's uh, very quick, and it'd be awesome. Um, other things. This episode, like all episodes, is brought to you by Your V1. Your V1 is an app building site. You want You got an app idea that you need help making? Uh, it's an app idea. It's called uh, Sled Diggity Dogs. It's where you're a you 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 are a sled dog, but you're also a rapping sled dog, and you have to find time to to rap during um, the Iditarod. That's pretty cool. I'd probably try it if it's as long as it's a free one. It doesn't have to be make millions. Go to yourv1.com. Y o u r the letter v o n e dot com. They're gonna help you make sled diggity dog, and you're gonna become a bajillion grillionaire. Um, but you know what? Enough about that, and more about Riley. Starting in three, two, fun. Uh, wood like three panels of like a log cabin interior that we decided we could set up and break down in 15 minutes <laughs> such a weird vibe and like bro. a stove and a bed and like i every literally everyone who comes in i'm like don't make the mistake that i made like friends and family just being like the, the play if you haven't seen it like the end is just this climax of emotion and it's just like heartbreaking and all this stuff and just like right at the end, because we had 15 minutes to clear out and, and set the stage for the next group that had to come in and start their play in 15 minutes, because it's a, it's a theater festival in L.A., it was like the show would end. Everyone's like devastated. People are like crying. <laughs> and then it was like we would bow and then bang. We were just like Rip up on, down we were the down the world. <laughs> we were ripping down this world that people had just like left. And like you could look at people's faces in the audience being like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and they were like kind of trying to like talk to us. But we were also like, yeah, just one second. We just have to like rip this down. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> just like tearing down the set in front of their eyes. And people were just like, oh my God, <laughs> what is this? Is this part of it? This is, is a great this part of the show. experience. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> but yeah, hanging, um, Carpet, carpet tubes transformed into wood from fish wire 
multiple places. It was a sick idea. When we did it the first one without it being a 15-minute change. Yeah, we're like, this is incredible. Like, this is fucking sick. And that's the thing. With Fringe, the audience expects people to just be using, like, acting cubes, like, black boxes <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah. maybe a folding chair. Yeah. Um, so, like, to us, we're like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to go above and beyond. Yeah, why do and, they do that? Let's put in a stove. Right? <laughs> and probably what happened is people came in and they're like, what are these fucking kids doing? Like, yeah, I would have been fine if... <laughs> right? like, they're wasting so much of their time. Why don't they just use cubes? <laughs> We're outside in the park laughing. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good. But it was good. <laughs> but it was good. But yeah, we were uh, the, another, and people were like, what are they fucking talking about? But there was, when we did it the first time, we did it in July, I believe, July, August. It was summer when we did, I feel like we did our first run. I think our first one was in the fall and our second one was in summer because okay. Fringe was in June. Either way, that one of the runs involves me getting oh my God. That was, fully clothed yeah, that was for sure into <laughs> a, like a big thick sleeping bag and getting fully covered head and everything under it before we open the doors for people to take their seats. And we're in a tiny black box theater with no AC. Clay's a surprise, and, essentially. <laughs> He's a wrapped surprise present on stage. And I wasn't supposed to be dripping wet, but I would be. It's it supposed like, to be the middle of winter. Yeah, and this play <laughs> takes place in, in the Alaska. middle of winter in Alaska. And Clay gets up and looks like he just got out of a fucking sauna. <laughs> Literally, I like was having a sweat. <laughs> like it was it was 30 oh, minutes man. of like I had to like create this little pocket of to breathe of tunnel to the outside world so I could breathe because like it was like 113 degrees in there and then I'm <gasps> wrapping a blanket and then like you're passing I'm bathing you and I'm just like dripping sweat and it wasn't face. even like as soon as the play started like the the play begins with me like b- running in and having like a six yeah. minute monologue and little did you know I was having a seizure <laughs> right. <laughs> plays like attention. talk faster <laughs> holy shit don't pause and then she passes out and then get <laughs> oh god it was so good that's a good play uh, but since then we've moved on to things other things Riley you've uh, you've got a podcast Hags that's true. Tell us about Hags. Hags is fun. It uh, is. We 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 just started. I feel like anybody who has a podcast just sort of like decides one day to be like, "What if I had a podcast?" Correct. And then you just like you're like, "I guess, all right." So we did that, <laughs> but we committed right off the back to weekly episodes. Yeah, I did that too. Right. So then Ugh. it's like, oh, wh- so we're on episode like 118 now. Yeah. I believe is what is coming out this week with Lauren Cantu. In fact. Oh, I love that. Um, and somehow we've just been. Doing it, Have I you? think we missed one week for Christmas this yeah. week. But like, yeah, we've just been like consistently doing it. This is, I think, like the third show of it becoming like an every other week. Mm-hmm. I just, I've just fun. ran out of humans. This is fine. I've simply run out of humans. Part of me is also like, <laughs> no one would care if this was monthly, but we're still doing it <laughs> yeah. weekly. Well, like, cause you, you, there's very little you can control out in this world. Yes. And so it's like, if I can control once a week, I'm gonna do once I'm a week. I can do it. And it's good. Like, it felt accomplished when I was doing it once a week. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm on a tear. This is good. I got a good beat going. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, I just took out a time. Now and it's you're like, like a slower beat. That's fine. fine. It's still a beat. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of psyched because we have, so it's a feminist podcast. We frequently have women on as like guests of the week. Sometimes it's just us, my co-host Nicole and I and our producer Alex. Um, but we frequently have like a guest come in and talk about whatever their field of expertise is. And I still have like a backlog of incredible women that I want to have come on the podcast, right. which to me is like after 108. No, we haven't had 118 guests, but we've probably had like 
70 guests. I mean, we've had yeah. a lot of people on and I still awesome. have like a ton of women that I'm like, they would be great. They would be great. Like, I can't wait to get them on. So that that's good. I think if we had run out of if I just like <laughs> ran out of people that I knew or that I felt You'd comfortable start, reaching out to. Once you start hitting every, every other week, I'll know where you're at. Right. That's where I'm, that's I'm like, I'm and now it's once a month. It's once every quarter. It's a Here's seasonal my podcast. Dog, buckets is on today. <laughs> buckets would be a great guest. He would. He would just wander and growl and cry. You just hear him whimper. Oh, Pockets. Yeah, he's alive. He which used is to great. be so small. He's so big. He's so big. He's so big. He's I remember pounds. Buckets the day that you got Buckets. Oh my God. When he was yeah. tiny and Scared. sat in my lap and I'm then afraid. and wouldn't walk on a leash. That's right. And that's why somebody returned him. Correct. Who returns dogs? A monster. Monsters. Monster people. Ugh. So then I end up with Buckets. Great. Ugh. Scared of everything. <laughs> buckets. <laughs> nice. <sighs> thick. He he's large. He's thick. He's like the doctor was like he's fat. I was like, yeah, me me too. And he was like, I'm not worried about you. I was like, oh. <laughs> All right, okay. thank I'm, you. Well, fuck you too. <laughs> um, but he's yeah. losing weight. He's great. Oh, good. He just went to the vet. He's on a perfect. perfect he's thing, very He's afraid. Yeah. Um. But Hags is good. Hags is good. It's definitely just one of those things. I think as an actor, you have to have something that's within your control. Correct. That you can just be like, I'm going to work on this and accomplish this, and yeah. not be like entirely at the whim of somebody else, hoping that they give me an that's audition, right. and then hoping that they give me a callback, and then hoping that they give me a chance to act. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> so it's <laughs> good for that. Yeah. It's it it. This has been very helpful. Mm-hmm. I just think just yeah, being like anywhere creatively satiated is just a nice feeling. Yes. Because otherwise, if it's just empty, you're, that's what it is. You're, right. You're just empty. And I mean the the flip side of that is like if if you're not nece- if your career isn't necessarily going as uh, <laughs> as well as you have dreamed that, that it could, to separate yourself? <laughs> um, uh, you know, it's you also have. I feel like the the trap that you can fall into is like too much. If you're like, well, I'm just gonna fill up my days then. Right. Then yeah, I yeah yeah yeah. I just got. We had a night shoot on. Saturday night for Mary Kate and Ashtray, which is my comedy duo with Daniel Montgomery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we shot a short horror film called Tall Betsy. And then I'm also in the process of producing a short film this summer that my friend Joe wrote and his whole team is flying in from. So, like, Tall Betsy, we did for like $800. We had, did not get permits. We like put someone on a ladder outside a window at like two in the morning, right. and, you know, right, right. that way. And. <laughs> And this short that I'm producing this summer, we're doing everything super legit. So it's that's my first foray into being like, we're getting a permit. We're getting all of our SAG paper. We're getting insurance. We're getting workers' compensation. We're getting payroll. The director wants to use his two-year-old son. So that means the two-year-old has to have a work permit. We have to have an employer's permit to hire a minor. We have to have a studio teacher on set for the two-year-old. So like, <laughs> that, there's like all of that is which, and I love all of these things, but it's also like, <laughs> no. like every day I'm like, what did you do? Yeah, for <laughs> what sure. What have you done? For sure. Well, because I'm in that place. I mean, we're, I'm always teetering on that place. But I was like, I wrote something that I was like, okay, I want to get this. Like, I want to do this short film. I want to do it. And I'm like, so I got to get a team. And like, you, what your monologue just now <laughs> scared me to death. <laughs> scared me. But to you can also death. just like call your friends. I would rather not make it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a mi- there's a midpoint. There's like mm-hmm. there's like I can choose something on my iPhone, right? And then there's like I'm gonna get all the permits and do this super legit and like right. hire people. And then there's like the in between zone, which is where most most of us exist right being like i'm gonna hire a dp because i don't want to have to shoot this also my brother right Right. who like knows what they're doing but like is gonna work for a cheaper rate than like they probably should right um and then the rest are just gonna be like my friends that volunteer for i don't know why but i'm so glad they did (laughs) yeah correct I'm, I'm heavily leading on that. Yeah. Like, why are you here at two in the morning? Thank God you're here at two my in the morning. My problem is that I've been saving on my favors, um, and then I blew them all on this podcast. Ugh. 
Yeah, this you is know? a real this is a real trial Great. to come here and like. So talk now when about I'm like ourselves. Riley, hey, you want to be in this? You'd be like, I'm sorry, I you cashed in. Podcasts. Yeah. Sorry. Fuck. No, I'll do it. I'll help you. Yes. Okay, so I need you to dress like a goblin. <laughs> Done. <laughs> no, I'm not writing goblin fiction. Oh man. But I should. I think you should. Oh my god. I'm here. There's for a, it. not enough goblin fiction. Did you watch <laughs> Goblin Two? Was it? Troll 2? Troll 2. Yeah. yeah. I think in, we watched that together. Why I thought it was goblins because the town is Nilbog. Oh, because they never say the word troll and it's right. about goblins? And, yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's entirely a film about goblins. Not once do they say the word troll. They say the word goblin hundreds and of times. And the town is Nilbog. Which, which is goblin is spelled backwards. backwards. <laughs> so. If you have not seen yeah. this film. Sorry I didn't remember it was troll. <laughs> I highly recommend. There's also no troll 1. It's no. called Troll 2. Yeah. There's also a documentary <laughs> about it called The Best Worst Movie, which is incredible. It's, highly recommend. Yeah, Troll 2. And, and it... I guess wait towards Halloween, but you don't have to. It's an any. It all, in movie. fact, it does the movie a service if you don't wait to Halloween. Yeah, like it's more. <laughs> it, it's it's so not attached to Halloween in the way they made it that you shouldn't watch it. Right, and I mean it's going to be a disaster no matter when you decide to to turn it on. So yeah, you know, true. just go for it. Troll <laughs> two. Incredible. Is a, that is really something else. That's that's a little bit. That's like. <laughs> where, yeah, where was that on the scale? Was that iPhone style or is that? That's like <laughs> the nightmare of like. Because there's always that moment when you're self-producing things where you're like, I could either just like do this the way that's like easy or I could go all in. Like, what if I went all in and spent all my money and called in all my favors and like really went for it? And that's the nightmare. Well, that's when like you put it on, you put it on red and then they're like black. Oh, oh! <laughs> I guess I just agreed. Right, so that's that's <laughs> like that's the nightmare that you wake up from, and you're like, I just made troll two yeah. with all of my money, you have and everyone save, hates me. <laughs> you have to save yourself in a way by setting yourself up like, well, I only like kind of went hard for it, so right. because it failed, it's like no big deal. Yeah, I, I mean, like I like if cared I ever about really it, like, went for it, it would right. be really good. That always has to be waiting in the wings. <laughs> <laughs> you need that. That's like never, your life raft. You never do it. <laughs> no. So basically, our plan is to never fully go for anything, <laughs> right? And we'll be safe. And the, it'll be great. The, just the, the, the what the cause, the pain it could cause. Yes. Like, oh, I was just, I had no shot. <sighs> but I think there is a comforting, the, Troll 2 and like The Room are both comforting because <sighs> I feel like watching it, you're you're equally terrified that that could be you. Because when you're making something, there's you're, you're never sure if it's going to work out. Right. So you're always terrified that like you're going to be Tommy Wiseau. But there's also the feeling of like watching one of those things and being like, I know for sure culture. that if I saw those goblins come out in those fucking goblin masks and I was like pouring green food coloring all right. over somebody's face, I know that I would be like, wait a second. <laughs> Hold on, guys. Hold on, cut, cut. I, I'm just feeling like cut. this Produ- is- Producers, can we go over here and have a meeting? <laughs> just having a feeling guys. that like the big reveal at the end being mm-hmm. a bologna sandwich, mm-hmm. sorry, spoiler. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> What don't second you know? thoughts. What, are, you, are you sure? Because we talked about this. We were in the meeting for a while. All right. Well, you know, it's if you want to die on this I accent, that's fine. I think this is good. They're never going to see it coming. All the kids hate baloney. It makes sense. Did you see the documentary? I don't think so, no. You really should because the director is in it and it makes it, it answers all your questions. <laughs> He's like this Italian guy or something who doesn't super oh, speak English very well, and he's convinced day. that this movie is incredible, and his that he's an artist, like the, the God's gift to art, and that all of the actors just like didn't get his vision. They are hubris, <laughs> like Tommy Wiseau and the yes. Italian man. Is it's like if any of you kids are wondering what hubris means, I mean, I think if I made a movie like that, I would immediately like 
feign an accent and pretend to be like wherever Tommy <laughs> <Yeah>. goes. <laughs> like, Clay, what about your movie? What did you say? I don't know, don't understand. I, just, uh, I try to make the movie. You didn't understand my vision. It, it, it didn't work it because I'm not from here. <laughs> That's all you can do. Just hide. Yeah. Never show my face. Uh, beautiful. God, with, with that, with that. With that, on that I think, note. I think it's time to... Uh, to ask you some questions because I, I wanted to make sure we covered Troll Two. Really important, and we got it. So I mean, I'm great. I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm excited God. and nervous. Oh gosh, don't be. It's okay. I'm just always full of anxiety. I've only oh. recently just like <laughs> well, identified. I the, got like, you a giant coffee. Is <laughs> yeah, that it's gonna get worse and worse. <laughs> so get ready. Um, I've only recently identified that like most of the things that I do in my life are just to like to try and find a cure for like the constant state of anxiety I'm in. <laughs> right. That I'll like have mm-hmm. a new idea and be like, this this will fix it. <laughs> And then it doesn't. That kind of gives you a good thing to chase, though. <laughs> That's a story I mean, of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there you go. So, yeah. That's a so, nice uh, carrot to dangle. These questions are going to be great and also terrifying. Let's go. Well, we start off with a very scary one. Hope I get it right. <laughs> it can't be wrong. No, it can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Uh-huh. What is your favorite color? <sighs> okay. Okay. See, we can handle this. This is fine. This also, fine. I gave myself a pep talk on the way over here, and it was like, the if you if you answer your questions wrong, it's only because <laughs> <laughs> it's only because this is how you feel today. That's it. Because the whole point it. of this was you and my dad would do this a few times a year, and you would change and then, your answers. Yeah, and you see how you change. I love your dad. Yeah, he's a good man. He's a beautiful human. He is. Have um, you listened to the one that he did on this? I haven't yet, Ugh. but I saw that he was on it's it. A whole and I was thing. Like, <gasps> it's a whole thing. He's incredible. He went all. He went. He really went for it. <sighs> Yeah, he's he's a guy. He's a guy doing a good thing. So today, go. So I don't know if you ever went over to my old apartment when I had that blue wall. You may have seen the turquoise wall, which is a nightmare. But was that in K Town or was that post K Town? No, that was the that was post K Town. That was in in North Hollywood, like Studio City. Anyway, I had this blue wall that was that was like the the perfect color blue, and I realized that that just seeing that color blue in like a large quantity on a regular basis, like calms me down (laughs) (laughs) i think that's a thing though it is a thing and i like i stopped hanging out in my room and would just start hanging out in the living room like right in front of the blue wall and be like everything's fine that's kind of weird but yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's like like an inch away from your nose just like staring at it and i was like uh, i found the solution everything's great now my life is successful (laughs) then you turn around to do something and then be like "Ah!" turn right back around (laughs) exactly uh, no, there's this like there's this one sort of like deep blue. Like if you've ever seen the blue that is either like blue glass bottles, you know, like blue glass. Like I'm dark picturing. Kind oh, of... I think so. I mean, I'm picturing a lot of different blues in glass mm-hmm. form. It's like the dark one. Yeah, um, I, th- I think I got you. Like it's not it's not purple. No, but, but it's, it's like deep. it's it's getting there. And it's not navy, but it's like deep. Right. Yeah. I think I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Flower pots are also commonly painted this color. So that's okay. that's my favorite color. For sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you got that wrong. If it, if you stare at it, for you know, stare at it. And I moved out of that apartment, so <laughs> all oh. bets are off. Now, now you're running from something. I know. <laughs> what are you running from? Oh, <laughs> you don't want. My dad would always say, "You don't want to be comfortable." You know, Ugh. as soon as you're comfortable. God damn it. You know, so there you go. You're doing it right. Yeah. You found that perfect color. Lock it away. <laughs> all right. Burn then, it down. <laughs> then in a few years, you, you can earn it again. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> 
We're all doomed. There's also, I need honorable mention to the color of the water in New England, of the ocean in New England. I thought you were meant like the water coming out of the faucet. And I was like, don't. (laughs) (laughs) If it's any color, color. (laughs) that's a no. That should be clear. Do you know what my brother told me once? And I don't know if this is true, but I've always hung on to it. And I tell it at parties frequently as like fun fact to horrify you. Um, Do you know what color? I've kind Uh, of set myself up for this. party. I like being that person who's like, hey, I'm going to ruin your night a little bit. Yeah. Guess what? You walk away from a circle and just smiles like, fading. Ah, I don't get invited places anymore. Uh, I wonder I'm not drinking why. the water in New England. <laughs> um, do you know what color uh, American cheese is before they add the color to it? I mean, so it, when color's added, it's this weird, vibrant orange yellow. Right. That's the color we're right. familiar with American cheese being. Before. But pre-color. So white's too easy. It wouldn't be a fun, horrifying story. I'm going to go with gray. It's clear. <laughs> that's worse, right? That's oh, that, the worst that it can that be. That is way worse. <laughs> oh God, thank God they add that color. You have to, otherwise. Clear yeah. <laughs> because it's absolutely not cheese. No. Which is why it's so perfect that it's called American uh, yeah, cheese. It's just like oh. indicative of all things. American. It's Sorry, America. Clear? Yeah. I guess. Oh. Again, my brother told me that and I've just parroted it. Well, so he has knows? a thing. He was on the podcast. He has fun things to scare his sister. So it might not be. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Wow, dude. Okay. So clear sucks. Um, no, the color of the ocean in New England oh, gotcha. is like deep, deep green. Nice. Yeah. It's like the opposite of like every Caribbean island yeah. like that, like <laughs> yeah, blue, um, yeah. which is also beautiful. But like, it's like, like you look into it and you're like, oh God, like you can see like four inches in and then it's just black. Oh yeah. That's like the Bay Area. I mean, yeah. if you go to like Half Moon Bay and I think it, it's, it's not even like, it's just like gray. Yeah. It's like, like a dark, dark gray. I love that. And it's so angry. The ocean's <laughs> so angry. I used to, I mean, I grew up there, so I go swimming in it all the time, and it's freezing, but you're just like, whatever, that's our ocean. Oh, absolutely. And now if I go back and look at that ocean, just driving by, I'm just like, why is it so mad? <laughs> like, <laughs> waves are furious. Yeah, of course that kills people. Like, God, don't go in there. Don't. Um, but yeah, it's like a deep, deep, dark darkness. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right, well, you nailed it. Okay, you're one for Thank one. Thank you so much. Okay, the second one, another layup. What is your number one goal? Okay. I mean, to be a working actor. There you go. That's got to be it. You know? That's just been it for my whole entire life. So I yeah. can't not say that that's my number one goal. I yeah. mean, like, happiness or whatever. But, like, I've I've just identified happiness. that happiness for me is being a working yeah. actor. And not yeah. a famous actor. Like, no, just working. consistently working. That's no, it. I think there was a time in my life when I went, like, in college. I was like, oh, I want to be a celebrity. I want to be famous. <laughs> because, you know, I was apparently very Gay? Then? British? I don't know. <laughs> British gay? <laughs> I. Um, but there was, then there was a moment a few years later as everyone realizes like, oh, that doesn't happen overnight. Right. Where it was like, okay, I just want to be able to support a life. Yes. As an actor. That's it. That's it. That's it. And I see, when I see people, like actors that I super admire, who like maybe at some point recently have become, have like, people are like, oh yeah, I know who that is. Um, like Anne Dowd. Now people know who she is from Handmaid's Tale. Right. But like, She's just been like consistently working and she's so fucking good. Yeah. And like if she was walking down the street, people probably wouldn't be like, oh, my God, it's Ann Dowd. Like right. some people maybe. But right. like for the most part, she still gets to enjoy like the anonym- anonymity of like yeah, being like- a human being. Yeah. Because um, like being famous also comes with like a whole bunch of shit. That- uh, it does, I mean, if you really break that down, it sounds It sounds awful. awful. <laughs> yeah. Just terrible. I remember there are certain there are certain people, of course, will remain nameless, but there were like. I remember talking about and why you're acting like I want to be famous, and there's certain people that you look at like, oh no, right? Oh no, no, no and no, we no, definitely no, no, had. No, 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 I think no, at no. USC that attracted 
actors who sure. were interested in in being in Los Angeles. Sure. Right. I mean, that's why I went to USC. I was choosing between NYU and DePaul, and you know, I wanted to be in a major city. But I also was like, oh, I've done a lot of theater. I'd like to learn about film. So USC is in LA. Unfortunately, we didn't actually learn anything about <laughs> yeah. film. Surprise! It was spoiler. Could have. Could have. Didn't. <laughs> um, uh. But I think there were a lot of people that were attracted to that program because they were because either they were like, "I'd like to explore film as a medium," right. or like, "I'd just like to be in an intensive conservatory style program," or "I would like to be famous." Right. We, we there were for sure identifiable people in I think both of our classes. Oh my god! Yes, that throughout, absolutely throughout wanted that. Yeah, throughout the school, <laughs> and like some of them are. You know what I mean? And it's like, cool. And some, sometimes it worked out. And, yeah. it's, and you're like, you know what? That's what you wanted, and you now have it, and yeah. I'm so happy for you. And I hope you're okay. Right. And like, <laughs> hopefully hope. you're doing well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, well, yeah. So, yeah, I would say my number one goal is to be a working actor. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's it. Riley, that's always been it. You're two for two. It's 28 <laughs> more to go. It. I can't wait to win at the end of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get You something. have trophies, right? Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, number three, what is your favorite vacation place? Ooh, is that like somewhere that I've been on vacation or somewhere I'd like to go on? Probably that I've already been. I guess so. Old, already been? Yeah. Already been. I mean, if I could go anywhere right now, it would just be home. <laughs> <laughs> not like not like to my back, to my apartment in the valley. Somebody bring us a deep blue anything right now. <laughs> if I could go anywhere, it would be like into my bed immediately. I'm like back to sleep. Um, no, I would be back to Maine. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I I grew up on an island in Maine, and it's like a beautiful, magical. Place. I romanticize the shit out of your your home it's, where you grew up. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm an outdoorsy human. Mm-hmm. Like I just love that. And having never been, I imagine a magical place. So you should probably never people. go because it will always be right. better in your mind it's than a, it is it's in reality. Up yeah. Here. Uh, no, it's pretty good. I'm dying to f- figure out something to shoot there. So I'll just plant that seed. Um, boop. Uh, but no, it really is. It's it's definitely like when I was like 16, I was like giving off this godforsaken island. Uh, sure. There's nothing here. Well, that's probably another reason you went to Los Angeles. Yeah, Talk I mean, about first the polar opposite <laughs> place. I was actually <laughs> born out here, and my oh, mom really? moved us I to Maine know. when I was about one. One year old. Oh yeah. Because yeah. um, she was, she hates Los Angeles. So, wow. so I was like, guess what, mom? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Going back. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was definitely like a beautiful place to grow up, and I'm so glad I grew up there. I'm so glad I can go back and visit. I wish I got to visit more. So I feel like if I had just like a vacation I could take, I would probably go back there. But my favorite vacation that I've ever taken, I think, was when I was six or seven. Yeah. Um, so when my mom was a teenager, she was an exchange student in Switzerland for two years, I believe. And she stayed in touch with her host family throughout her entire life. Sweet. And they moved to Australia and are wealthy, I guess. <laughs> Very wealthy. Sick. Um, so they lived in what used to be like a small hotel in Australia. And for their- f- Like converted into a, their home or they just like- Yeah, it wasn't. It, it didn't have super hotel vibes. It just had like a lot of rooms and was on like a huge, beautiful property. Um, okay, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Uh, and for their 50th wedding anniversary, I believe, they flew my mom and my brother and I to Australia for six weeks. And how old were you? Six or seven. So Six weeks? Yeah. So like that was like fucking magical. That's awesome. <laughs> it was very awesome. Where, do you remember, where is it in Australia? We were in Apollo Bay, which is like- Isn't it Pith? 
maybe Melbourne. I don't fucking know. I do remember. I do remember going to school with one of because like there was a family and there were a bunch of kids in the family and I went to I like went to school with them one day. Sure. Um, because it was like February, which is summer for them. Right. Um, That's so true. I don't know why they were. In, I don't know how it works, but I was at school with them and right. the teacher was like, "Oh, this is right." I will not even try to do an Australian accent. Yeah, don't worry about it. They're like, "Oh, this is Riley. <laughs> She's visiting from America. Can you point out on the map where you're from?" And I was like, "I'm six. Um, <laughs> I knew what like North America looked like, and I knew that I was from an island. So I just pointed, I think, to like Greenland. <laughs> I was like, it's an island in the northern. And I was like, and she was like, I think it's down. And I was like, no, it's an island. She's like, these so... are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, e. um, so yeah, I have no idea where, where Perth was. I'm bad at maps, clearly. <laughs> Me no map good. It's fine. I believe Perth is lower left where everything else is on the on the yeah right. we were lower right and then yeah. we went to tasmania for a second oh yeah they were like we went to a couple different places one of which was like built into the side of a like literally into the side of a hill like slightly hobbit style sure. like part of it if you went to like the back of the house it was just like uh, like rock whoa like the rock of the inside of like a cave sick. <laughs> and they had a zip line they also like in Dream. australia they're pretty chill <laughs> They're like, at one point, like the 12 year old just drove us, drove like a car full of children, the oldest of which was probably 12 and I guess, <laughs> around the farm. Like we just yeah. all like fit as many children as we could into a moving vehicle. Yeah. And the 12 year old just got in and like drove us around. And they're like, that's fine. That's a whole style. I went to a, with a, a friend to Texas. His family had a ranch and we were young. I was in like, I think we were in fifth grade or something like that. And they would let the kids drive like a beat up Bronco around because it was just like endless nothing. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I mean, sure, you could take a wrong turn. You could yeah, be you a 12 year old. Hit a wallaby. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> They're all over the place. Yeah, hit a wallaby. Put that on the tombstone. That'd be a good one. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. so cute and Are small. They? They yeah. They and when be. you when their headlights shine on them, they have red eyes. So they're yeah. also kind of terrifying. Kind of chupacabra. -y. They're also not, I mean, everything can kill you in Australia. That's right. My grandmother would make me nervous. My like, grandmother everything was is like, a spider. Yes. She was my grandmother's like a huge alarmist. She was constantly watching shows like when good pets go bad and like <laughs> and like calling us up to like warn us about things. When good pets go I'm bad. I'm very sure that that was a real oh, show that she watched. Man. She would she wouldn't let me go to the movie theater once because she said that a stranger was gonna come and stick a needle in my arm and tell me that I was their daughter and take me away. <laughs> or like we went to New York City and she told us to, for like the parade and she was like, don't sit on the sidewalk because a bum might have spat on the sidewalk and now there's AIDS on the sidewalk. Like so many things, so many problems with like her entire way of thinking, but like very, so I think she called me like the night before we were supposed to go to Australia and she just like listed all of the animals that will kill you in Australia. Right, and that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> and like are actively seeking to kill you. Yeah, and Australia. I was like, um, I don't know if I want to go anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom's like, we're oh. leaving in the morning. You're for sure going. Yeah, that is like, it, I desperately want to go to Australia. And that is a thought. Yes. I'm like, I've seen enough just like articles, just like, look at all the things that will kill you in Australia. And for it's sure. Like, it's, it's, nope, it's nope town. No, and my brother like at one point there is a walking nope. was cleaning his room as a, he. let's see, I was six or seven, so he was like 10. Um, and he was just like, hey, there's a snake under my bed. And like the dad of the house came in and like grabbed, it's a death rattler. grabbed the snake from <laughs> behind the neck and was like, oh, this is a brown snake. It's the second most poisonous snake in the world. <laughs> and we all got to like touch and it. And also Australia. <laughs> <laughs> we got to like touch it. And then he like put it in a bag and like put it outside. And that was just like normal. Yeah, we were just talking about, I was with my, my mom and uh, my family last night, and we were talking about how my mom's from, like, rural Georgia, like like the Appalachians, and how our cousins, like, grew up there, lived there, and we'd be driving down the road, and all of a sudden they'd be like, 
Henry, pull over, man. And they'd like pull over and see like there'd be like a rattler on the road and they'd like go to their trunk and they'd have like tools to catch and be like, yeah. And they're just like catching death, death snakes. We're just like, cool. But they would, my my aunts and stuff would always be like, hey, we really want you to make uh, fajitas. They thought my cousins made the best fajitas. So like one night y'all got to make the fajitas. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and like, and they would like, they literally caught a rattlesnake on the side of the road and without telling anyone, cook made rattlesnake fajitas and we told were them, they good they were super good we told my my mom that last night and she was like what <laughs> she had no idea like <laughs> last night yeah oh, like wow. the joke the joke was a big reveal 15 years later <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you gotta play that long game yeah. <laughs> yeah. so hopefully they're listening to this and they can high five they've earned it <laughs> 23 years later uh, uh okay so next question mm-hmm. is what is your number two goal oh okay <laughs> Well, I'm glad I got the number one out of the way. Yeah. Um, my number two goal, I think, is to just like have like a like a happy, um, not not too dysfunctional family. Probably not that my family was super dysfunctional, but like it would be nice to like have like a family that you, you know, like to have yeah. a child and not fuck it up a right. lot. Right. Right. No, that's a great goal. <laughs> I mean, you will fuck it up, and but to not like, but not. In the- irreversibly fuck right. it up <laughs> and I and Troyan was on here and she was just like I just don't want to fuck it up the same way that I'm fucked up yes yes like there's no excuse for that right like, at least fuck him up in some other let him get more creative absolutely let him or her get fucked up in a new way and we'll all be like wow that, I didn't think of that but, <laughs> didn't but, see that coming yeah, definitely fucked them up good choice cool, cool 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 but I'm glad he doesn't like have the same eating disorder I have exactly isn't like whatever Yes. Like you can get those, but there's enough problems out there. They're yeah. all going to have them. No, yeah. I mean, I think I think that it all feeds into the like what's going to make me happy sort of thing. And I think like yeah. the acting thing and the family thing, both of which are very expensive. Um, <laughs> so I'm hoping the acting thing is not just like a working actor. Like I get to be in community theater regularly. Right. I hope it's like that I get to um, make at least some support money a family to Help live support off a family. of yeah. um, in Los Angeles, which is like just night and day to any other like a a tiny a tiny ass like one bedroom home here is like one million dollars for sure at at the the very least oh yeah so i don't know (laughs) no i think we should all just get a group of people and just all move to like palm desert and just like do it just just start a con just be like okay here's our little place yeah it's all cheap now we can go to la if we need to right yeah that sounds good let's do that that's my number two goal <laughs> okay, so Riley's in. <laughs> You're just recording, we got one. right? This we got one. <laughs> yeah, we're not recording anything. <laughs> Excellent. I've been building to that moment. I think it's good. I think your goals are attainable and good. I hope so. Be a working actor. You're not trying to be famous and not too dysfunctional a family. Yeah, that's is that <laughs> I mean, so much to ask? No, I, that's not. You're asking a reasonable <laughs> amount from life. You're not I, being like I, so. I want to be a billionaire <laughs> and I want a family that's so good we win awards. It's like no. The problem is like if I, I wanna, don't get to attain my very reasonable goals, like I really fucked up. We're gonna your whole house has got to be deep blue. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I just like your, painting, yeah. painting other All people's your forks, walls. Your forks <laughs> are gonna be deep blue. Everything's fine. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah, the, the blue lady. They'll call you. Oh, good. <laughs> in your in your house in Palm Desert. <laughs> Oh, God. Is it too late to go back to school? It's all going to be fine. Who's your favorite weird person? Ooh, who's my favorite weird person? That's a very good question. Yes. I mean, I kind of have to say my dad. Nice. Because he's so weird. I love your dad. He's so weird. I recently... (laughs) 
<laughs> so Father's Day was not too long ago. Um, and I sent him a card because I was like looking at the aisle of Father's Day cards and like, oh my God, they're all fucking like, there was like lawnmower themed cards. Like, yeah. hey dad, thanks for mowing the yard. That's the most interesting thing about you. Or they were like either like golf or fishing or beer. That's it. That's right. That's what you get <clears throat> for, right. for fathers. That's, That's like right. all that dads do well, or care know, they're, about. They're, they're, they're aiming for people in the Midwest. There's like one that was like home repairs themed. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. Yeah. So I ended up getting him. I like I just completely bypassed like the Father's Day section and went to like the blank cards. And I found this <laughs> this weird little card that was just like a little girl in rain boots. But all you could see was like from her knees down, just like rain boots. And then next to her was like on the ground was like a very sad stuffed French poodle in like a striped T-shirt. <laughs> and I was like, yes. <laughs> So I got him that one, and in, inside I just wrote, like, thank you for being way more interesting than, like, all the other dads, apparently, according to Father's Day cards. Yeah. Um, and he called me. I called him on Father's Day, but it probably didn't arrive on time because I'm just, my family's notorious for, like, you get the card the day later, yeah. the day after. Yeah, lucky you got it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and so he called me, like, a week later, and he's like, I just wanted to thank you so much for your card. It was so weird, but but it, <laughs> it spoke to me. It was just this bizarre. And I was like, yeah, I think I nailed yeah, it. Yeah, we, have, we share um, blood. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know, yeah. I know mm-hmm, what makes mm-hmm. you tick. But I, every time I talk to him, he's got some new story about, like, some, fu- like, he just, I will never have as interesting of a life as my dad. And I like have, I've just like accepted that. Like he, <laughs> he started out, he made a movie in college uh, or yeah, in grad school. He made a documentary about neo-Nazis in California called California Reich. And he ended up dropping out of Stanford because they own your film when you're in film school, whatever right. you make there, they own. And the film got nominated for an Oscar for best documentary. So that was like the first like crazy thing. He like infiltrated the Nazi party and like made a documentary that they were really happy with and that also <laughs> like they were like yep that's us and he was like okay <laughs> and so like that's why they got all this critical acclaim because like both it was like both like acclaimed as like a documentary to to just at the time no one knew that was like a weird thing yeah. for anyone to find out about yeah. and i was talking to him recently i was like dad, dad did you guys worry at all about like giving them a platform yeah. and he was like um yeah at the time no we were students and we were like we have to make a film and we need something to make a film about right. like what if we made it about this weird like subculture movement well, of which there is a huge one in california yeah there's a uh, california is like the most hate groups of any state in the nation in yeah. fact cool yeah. times yeah um <laughs> And so, so anyway, he, he was like, yeah, every Q&A after that, people would ask, like, why are you do, why are you giving why these people do, a platform? Why did you do that? Um, and they were sort of like, oh, yeah, I don't know. We didn't really think about it at the time. Sorry. We're in college. <laughs> we just wanted to do it for a class. <laughs> so he did that. And then, like, he, I forget the order of how things went, but he, he like, became a madman then for a while. Like, he was on, on Madison Avenue as an ad executive, like, what madman is based gotcha. on. Gotcha. I, I didn't know if you meant he went crazy. <laughs> but... He's the whole time. <laughs> There was, he was, he, at one point, I'm just going to call my dad on all these things. I don't think he cares. At one point, we, my family sat down and everyone was like, what drugs have you done? And my, like, you know, by my, I was like, I've smoked weed and like tried cocaine. And my mom was like, me too. And my brother was like, me too. And my dad was like, well, there was about seven years there that I dropped acid every single day. Every day for like seven, eight years. Wow. So it's a miracle that he's still, you know, a functioning human. Um, he joined a commune, I think, after becoming a madman in... Maine and like tells stories about like singing songs to raccoons 
Um, he then like came back to LA and worked in movies and like made some really bad like he made a really really bad zombie movie um, called Ooh. Nightlife about like teen zombies like teens they get killed in a car crash and then they come back and they're zombies but they also just like want to do teen stuff. <laughs> It's like pretty great and that terrible. Idea's got legs. Yeah, it's good. Um, he then he like moved back to Maine, and he was like, when I was growing up, he was like a janitor slash unemployed. Um, right. He then like took care of a couple of his friends who were both dying while they were, or like his friend Fred who was going blind. He went down and stayed with him, and then simultaneously was his assistant and worked for the Department of Homeland Security huh. because Fred is like this earthquake expert and they were using all of his expertise to decide to like determine where there were weaknesses in infrastructure so if there was a terrorist right. attack they could you know that's the same sort of weaknesses so sure. he was like working for the Department of Homeland Security like he in, in his teens he was in a folk band that was in Seventeen magazine because called the Yeoman like they were just like this cute Get little like here. mighty wind style folk band like I love that style what did, what did he play he played the banjo and oh, he also has like a miniature banjo sick. that he plays um, he, yeah just like he he got an LA Weekly award for the weirdest credit in a film there's a film called Project X that is about with Matthew Broderick it's about chimpanzees and okay. I guess when they were mixing it they they, they like oh, yeah. they sent in the mix and had for the chimpanzees they the only sound effects they had were like King Kong like right. roars right. and they were like this will not work we need to get like something better and then my dad was like I mean I'm pretty good at sound effects and just like did the chimp noises and they were like with his mouth right. and they were like okay can you find other people to do chimp noises with you I guess and so one of the people he hired was Paul Feig to do <laughs> chimp noises with him which I'm just like dying to meet Paul Feig That's so I can be like you know my dad you made chimp noises together so he we won an LA Weekly award for weirdest film credit because he was the chimp vocalization coordinator on Project X. So yeah, my dad's got to be my favorite weird person. God, that's that, that, that's the answer. I mean, he. I think he's my favorite. It weird goes person on and too on. Now. The last person, the last time I talked to him, he told me the story about how Orson Welles was trying to get in touch with him for like his entire life. <laughs> now nah, that was just ass. And ended up like calling my mom, and my mom picked up, and he was like, "This is Orson Welles," and he called my mom my good woman, and he had been trying to get in touch with my dad for like years. And every time somebody Why? gave him that message, I forget. It was something about a movie that my I dad saw you in Seventeen had, Magazine. Yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> my dad had worked on some movie, and Orson Welles was doing something similar or something like. Uh, I think it was maybe a magic film. Or I, I forget. Yeah. But he kept trying to call my dad, and people would give my dad the message, and he thought my dad thought that people were just fucking with him. They were like Orson Welles called, and he's like, uh, sure, and just like never returned the phone call. <laughs> oh my God. God. And then, and then they were ended up reaching out to him because they were pitching something that was actually a magic film. This is where the magic film comes in. They were like pitching a magic film, and Orson Welles apparently was also a magician. And so they were like, "Let's see if we can get Orson Welles involved." And then, like, there was like a phone tag thing, and Orson Welles got back to them and was like, "Ah, oh, yes, Keith Critchlow, my longtime nemesis," because he had never returned his fucking phone. <laughs> It goes on and on. That's, I mean, there, there are that's more stories. You should have him on the podcast. I'd love to. <laughs> oh my God. So that's yeah, that's so got it. Tight. Weirdest person got to go to my dad. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> All of that's amazing. <laughs> it's just like, I'll never live up. There's no, you can't. There's a no chance. You got to start with seven years of acid. Yeah. I mean, start that's going. <laughs> Oh my God. All right. All right. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> what's your, uh, what's your favorite book? Ooh, so someone posted on Twitter recently, there was like a thing going around that was like, post the four like young adult book covers that were the most like you or the most like influential. Right. And so I was like, ah, oh, what was that? Because I definitely had 
I definitely had some books that I would read over and over or listen to the book on tape over and over. Sure. I've always, as I've, as I've mentioned, I've always been an anxious person. Um, <laughs> so like sitting and doing one thing is hard for me, like reading a book. But if I can right. listen to a book and also like do some other shit, that was, that was always better. So I listened to a lot of books on tape. Right. Um, so what I was thinking about that when I was, when I was like responding, I was like, well, I'd better put my two cents in on Twitter. Otherwise, I don't know. Um, and I was like thinking back through all of my beloved young adult books and I feel like Island of the Blue Dolphins is up there. Oh my God, that was a good one. It's such a good one, right? That was a good one. Which I read in like second grade. And there was the one that was the prequel to that? Oh, there there was another one. It was was like the name, it was like just like the name of a tool or something. Yeah, Hatchet is something different, but (laughs) (laughs) but I feel like there was, there was something else, but it was always Island of the Blue Dolphins for me. Yeah, that was a big one. This, this like woman who gets abandoned accidentally by her entire tribe and then has to survive by her on this island of the blue of dolphins. the blue dolphins yeah um just right at my alley god yeah I, I remember very little of the story but i absolutely remember the cover of the book and i, mm-hmm. it was, I think it was in like third grade or yeah. something when i read it yeah it's definitely like but a yeah. child book but yeah. island of the blue dolphins but I, that so. was just like recently i was thinking about that when are they making that into a movie i know i can't believe that they haven't it's a matter of time they're like, well, the lead isn't white so oh mm, come on i think we're good <laughs> god damn it Emma Stone do it again. Oh God, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah, she's good. Um, yeah, and the guy—that's yeah, probably just my right now favorite book. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I need to start rereading books like that because I, I don't sit down and read. I just needed to be like back to third grade reading. Yeah, <laughs> then, they have then I'll do it. they have a free app via the public library where you can download audiobooks and listen to them while you drive. That's right. I've heard of this. Yes, I gotta I do that. Recommend. Yeah, what's your favorite TV show that's not a cartoon? Ooh, Survivor. Oh, it's absolutely oh, Survivor. Uh, my girlfriend and I watch it so much now. It's so good. I know a lot of people who've gotten to it into it in like their adult yeah. years. Like I'd say the last like three years. Did three, you watch the last years. season? Oh yeah. Oh my god. How about it? I, 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 uh, Redemption Island. It's kind of like he was out for so long. You know. I know. I know. But if in, the, it. But... Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Um, if he was going to win, he won in the best possible way. Yeah, because like Devin's I mean, at that point, everyone wanted wanted Devin's to win, but he there was no, there yeah. was putting himself in the line to make he fire had to do that was right. That's the only he had. That was his only chance. That's right. It was it was. I was like that was a baller move. Yeah, well done. You just won yourself. The right, game. exactly. And then he was up against people that he had a way way higher chance of. I just love there were like certain people like the the, the sweet awesome girl with Tourette's who was like hey. yes, just like saw the like Wendy? sign which way she could go. She's like oh fuck yeah, and like <laughs> and then like a day was later like nah, I can't. nah I'm done now. Thank you. <laughs> She's like I'm gonna release all the chickens and be super quirky and like literally not try and play this game at all. And I'm just like, going to participate. Reams been out there for he's like dude, I'm this fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> Fucking hate this, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> she's great. Yeah, she's insane. Anyway, yeah, Survivor's. Uh, I love Survivor. Great. I've it's always, great. I've always like in the back of my mind had Survivor as like a consolation prize. If like, if like all my reps drop me and like shit's going very badly <laughs> with acting, I'm gonna fucking go on Survivor. All right, number three goal. That's yes, that's my number three goal. <laughs> Although I also like, I don't know if. I don't know if I would do very well. Part of me is like, you'd be great. And part of me is like, you'd get voted off the first day. People will hate you. (laughs) I feel like you would come in strong. (laughs) But I think that that could also care. Like, I could could see you getting voted out the first day or win the whole thing. (sighs) But I think, I feel like I would get voted out the first day. (laughs) I think I would like, I would be like, Riley, you're going to be very chill. 
you're going to get along with people and you're not going to be competitive at all. And then I get in there immediately and be like, all right, here's what's up. Like, <laughs> No, you just have to prep yourself the whole time. So like the first episode would just be like, who's that girl sitting in the corner not talking to us? Right. You'd be like, Don't say anything. Shut the fuck up. Don't, Don't say, say anything. anything. Don't say anything. It's going to be fine. Anything. Yeah, I'll cut bamboo. Sure. Yeah, you're doing it right. <laughs> oh my God, I'm not doing it right. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how to build a shelter. I don't know. Why don't you guys try yeah, and no, figure No, what it you're out? doing makes a lot of sense. Totally. Idiots, yeah. Idiots no. are all idiots. <laughs> doing it wrong. <laughs> uh, but that's my dream. There, It's definitely, I, I really do love certain reality shows. I think oh, there's yeah. like, sometimes when I'm just like too immersed, especially when my producer hat is on. Yeah. And I, I can't really watch normal TV. I love a right. lot of normal TV, but like if I'm super, super in producer mode and I turn on like a narrative television show, I can't, I'm just like, how'd they get that shot? I wonder if they got a permit for that. Like, I wonder how, like, right, it, right, right, right. but none of it, sure. it all just goes like in one ear and not the other. So sometimes I just need to watch like trash television. Correct. That I can like also be on my phone or like go right. and get food and come back to That's it and right. be like, this is fine with me. Like Dance Moms, big fan. <laughs> I love, I, I can't love say Dance that Moms. That. It's so weird. <laughs> it's just, and it's also just like humans, watching humans be humans in like weird circumstances. In a weird produced, but not produced way. Yeah. Like, the whole thing's just so strange. That's appealing to me as an actor, just to be like, <laughs> what is happening? with you yeah. right now <laughs> yeah. i like what it. is this version of these people plus puzzles i like puzzles too so well, that, survivor really why, there you go yeah that's where i'd be in trouble really like anything that resembles basketball like shooting a ball into mm. anything i'd be like oh i'm winning but then if there's a slide puzzle after it i'm like oh the, i'm losing did you see of course you have but the the dude who like immediately solved the slide puzzle because he writes slide puzzle algorithms oh, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh fuck yes <laughs> yeah so tight <laughs> So I love tight. it. I love it. Yeah, I would have that. That'd be what I have to train. I'd have to spend like a month just doing puzzles. Yeah, but I'm never gonna do it. <laughs> what are you not doing that you wish you were? Oh man, what am I not doing that I wish I was? I wish that I saw my parents more. Sure, that's definitely up there because they're getting older. And they will die someday, even though that's probably my biggest fear. I don't know if that's one of your questions. No, I, but, um, that one isn't on here. Okay, that would have good. scared me as a little kid. <laughs> your dad just sits you down and he's like, number one, what's your biggest fear? Spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Big spiders. <laughs> oh, tiny clay. <laughs> what was the Bless his little heart? Poor little clay, bless his little heart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that from? Was that on a t-shirt? That was, so being the youngest... <laughs> <laughs> I have a clay. lot of love and support from <laughs> my parents, especially my mother. And she had a habit, and probably still does, of whenever anything was happening, like it was, whether it was like legitimately bad, she got poor little Clay, bless his little heart. <laughs> and then I, you know, there's the middle brother in the family who is very much the middle brother and is like being the middle is the worst. And he's so conscious of being the middle brother. And I guess there was one time on his birthday, he was up with visiting my parents, and it was like, somewhere around two or three o'clock and he made the comment like, ah, oh, Clay hasn't called me yet to wish me happy birthday. And my mom's response was, poor little Clay, bless his little heart. And he was like, no, bullshit, no. bullshit. That's an my birthday. <laughs> what do you mean poor little Clay? Poor little me. And like it fed right into his like issues about being in the middle. He's like, that's bullshit. Um, and so he made us all, we then had like a family vacation a couple months later and it was like, he made us all t-shirts. The entire family got a t-shirt with said poor little clay on the front. And then the back had the sad little stick figure and said, bless his little heart. And so we all wore him on vacation. Oh wow. Uh, poor little clay, bless his little heart. Poor little clay, bless his little heart. Yeah. <sighs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Hashtag P L C B H L. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <Got> there. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So I wish I got I wish I got to see my parents more. 
That's probably the thing that I wish I was doing that I'm not doing. Yeah. And they're both in Maine. My mom's in Maine. My dad's in New Jersey. And my brother's in Montana. We're all over the place. Montana. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go there someday. That's a good vacation. We went there last year for the first time. We went to like Yellowstone and saw bears and moose and yeah. all that good stuff i believe when you see more than one that's meese meese yeah i actually we only saw one so <laughs> just moose <laughs> singular um yeah i want to go my mind because my dad fly fishes where he fly fishing mm-hmm. family and it's like montana river runs through it yeah you gotta do you gotta yeah um that's a good answer Thanks. i think I, i'm pretty sure I'm doing you're well. a for eight. Oh um what is your favorite food lobster oh my god yeah, yeah i mean you're main through and through that's it that's it number one i can't because favorite, favorite prep of lobster just butter, like with just dunked in fucking butter with lemon. Yeah, that's. I mean, second would be lobster roll, yeah. butter not mayo, which is technically I think either Connecticut or Massachusetts style, but I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. No, take it um, New yeah, lobster. Like, that's it. If I have the choice of lobster or anything else, as long as there's not like a price. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All things being even. It, right. If it's if I can afford everything on the menu and lobster is there, lobster it's is the lobster. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And more than crab. How do you oh, feel yeah. about crab? Crab's fine. Lobster's That's fine. better. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, lobster roll is like mm. the greatest. Mm. And I know it's not the same in the Bay Area. I mean, New England's known for it. But there was a place where, and maybe it was crab. It was a couple of years ago, but we were like in one of the wars um, up there. And it was just like a place that does like fresh caught that day lobster and crab like rolls like that. And it was just mm. like, I died a yep. little. Yep. I there's, a bit. there's a place in LA called Cousins Maine Lobster, which was also on Shark Tank, which is another one of my favorite shows. Um, and they fly the lobsters in from Maine. And they, oh, really? Yeah, they do it right. Cousins? Cousins. It's in West Hollywood. They also have trucks. Ooh, I'm about to do that. Mm-hmm. Cousins Maine Lobster. Cool. Because uh, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd rock that style. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite movie besides Troll 2? Well, obviously Troll 2. Um, Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> It's I love this because be. right, this, what's important for everyone to know is that I've I've known Riley forever, but there was like a period there where we hung out all the time. Right. So a lot of these an- answers, as soon as you say it, I'm like, I knew that. Right. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it's Titanic. Duh. Of course it's Survivor. Yeah. Uh, I so mean, good. it's just it's just so good, and it, and it's so good even though like the script not great. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, no. It's just it's not a great. It's script. quotable in a lot of funny <laughs> ways. Yes. Like it's, anytime we're playing beer pong and someone asks for a diamond, it usually a diamond, a very rare diamond, <laughs> very rare diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been eighty-four years. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it has like just the right like nostalgia, um, just the right like Leo at his prime hotness. Oh yeah, uh, it's got, and it's got just the right amount of Billy Zane. Just right now, Billy Zane, like the hair swoop, all the hair swoops uh, are like in all the right places. Uh, um, you know exactly where that so, you would put in that second VHS tape when you <laughs> you know when you switch them over. Yeah. Um, it's got all the things. Uh, I've seen it. Kyle took me to see Titanic at the Los Angeles Theater for, I think, our first Valentine's Day, which is like this beautiful, insane old theater downtown, yeah. and everyone like dressed up, and I had no idea what I was actually going to see, and it was like incredible. Yeah. And then I think a couple Valentine's Day later, he got me like an extremely like high-end replica of the Heart of the Ocean. <laughs> And like recited Billy Zane's lines while he presented it to me. Oh my god, that's the that sweetest thing very I've magical. ever heard. We yeah. ju- he also got the 3D version on Blu-ray, and we just rewatched that recently. <laughs> so it's a pretty special film. That's that's big time. Yeah, <laughs> y'all gonna get married on a boat? <laughs> I'm never getting married. Oh my god! But if you did on a boat, if I did on a boat, I just can't. Pe- uh, weddings? What? <laughs> 
I don't I didn't grow up with like like imagining my dream wedding. I also have not been right. to a lot of weddings or like the weddings that I have been to have been in like people's yard and they just like do, like get, someone gets ordained and they're right. like you're married now. Yeah. There's there's an engagement party, there's yeah. a bridal shower, See, there's a like there's I a think bachelorette. We're a time where you don't have to do all of no. that. No. Like you can go to a courthouse, get it like official. Sure. Like where I'm going to a, a wedding this I leave on Wednesday. We're going to Marfa and it's these guys who got went court did courthouse style and now they like mostly live in Marfa and they're inviting everyone out and there's no ceremony. They're just having a party. It's just reception yeah. for like three days. Like Most come out of the weddings and let's all hang yeah. and like high five about it. And so like, that's great. great. So great. So like that's the thing. Yeah. I think it's we're getting mo- we're mo- we're moving further from these traditions. Yeah. The traditional stuff like, makes zero sense to me also because I've literally just never had any exposure to it. So right. I'm like, right. what are you doing and why? <laughs> you have four lead up parties oh, until the, on glass. before the party. Oh, wait, that's part of it. Oh, oh why they oh. step on the glass? Oh, shit. Oh, good job. <laughs> all right. And all the wedding traditions are also like very creepy. Like, do you know oh, yeah. why bridesmaids are bridesmaids? No. Originally, the, one, the, wife, the wife dies. <laughs> the next one comes in. Is that right? Originally, that's worse. <laughs> Originally, the bridesmaids would not all that unreasonable for what we No, it's do. absolutely not. Um, the bridesmaids would all dress exactly like the bride, so that if like an evil spirit or something came, or maybe a real person, and tried to steal the bride, they wouldn't know which one it was. No, that's worse. What you said is worse <laughs> than what I said. <laughs> no, the what you just said is definitely worse than what I said. <laughs> Oh yeah, Cat Knipe Wells came on my podcast, and <laughs> but are they not supposed? So they all used to dress the same, yeah, like the veil and everything. They, I, I don't know about the veil, but it's a fucking nightmare right. scene. Yeah, that was it. Cat yeah. came on my no, podcast for our married episode and just dropped a whole bunch of nightmare wedding facts. I went to, and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a religious human, but I've, I've been exposed to all the different religions in one shape or form. And my brother and his wife are made married into it. They're Catholic essentially, and we went to. Uh, my nephew's first communion. Have you ever done that experience? That's another world that's all entirely children, foreign to me. All the children who are like eight, around there, like the little boys are all in like suits and ties, and so that's like sweet. <laughs> all the little girls are in like what look like wedding gowns. <laughs> Jesus, and just Christ. like a line of them walking down was like, like very handmade handmade tale, tale. yeah. <laughs> I was just very much like oh, uh, oh of god. Elliot, of of Logan. Oh, under his oh, eye. Oh, oh god, oh god, yeah. Blessed be the fluke. No. Oh, no. Um, yeah. God, that show's upsetting. <laughs> it's very upsetting. But anyway, there's it's it's odd. So like the traditions are, are kind yeah, of freaking weird. Me out. So Titanic. Yes. Yeah, Titanic. <laughs> A fine film. <laughs> oh, this question's stupid. What's your favorite car? My favorite car? Car. I don't know. You've been such a car person. <laughs> I'm a real car person. So if you're not a car person, because I'm not, what was, your first, what was your first car? <laughs> Horses are my favorite car. Horse and buggy. Yeah. My first car was a white 1996 Honda Accord. Nice. That's that just I, the most bland thing yeah, ever. <laughs> I owned for about eight months, and then it got stolen out of my garage. <laughs> and then they got it back. They really? found they found its corpse. What I didn't know when your car gets stolen, this is fun. Is no one cares? Is no one gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. I went to the police station. I was like, my, I was like, my car got stolen, and they were like, okay, uh-huh. fill out this form. Cool. And I was like, you're, are you gonna look for it? And they're like, absolutely no. not. Well, it's like Big Lebowski when the guy when he gets his car back and he's like, are you got an investigation going? And the cops like, investigation? <laughs> yeah, we're working in shifts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Away laughing, Literally, no like... one gives a shit. <laughs> I've had my apartment robbed. They actually didn't end up stealing anything that was mine, but. Our, when our apartment got broken into in college, they stole like Shane's laptop, Adam's laptop. Same deal. Sure, that's trouble. Like they just came, like Tweedledee and Tweedledum came over. 
They literally, wait, wait, literally? essentially, these two like like it was out Doofuses. of yeah, it was out of like Reno nine one one. They like yeah. came over and they're like, uh, I like what you've done with the place. And they're like looking around my apartment in Olympic Village. And I was like, right. um, cool. So we got robbed. Uh, are you gonna do anything about it? And they were like, yeah. Do you have any allergy pills? And I was like, what? Does and he was like, you think? he was like, oh yeah, my allergies are acting up. Do you have like Claritin? I was like, oh, c- cool. <laughs> And then at one point they like their radios went off and they were like, we got to go. We'll come back. (laughs) It was anyway. So, yeah, when my car got stolen, they they gave zero fucks. They were like, fill out this form. If if we find your if we just happen to find your car, we might call you or we might mail you a letter. When you when you can they, you at least email when they find your car, your car sits in impound and you have to pay for every day that it's in impound. So if you're lucky, you get a phone call and you find out the day that it's in impound or my guess seven days later, you get a letter. Say, my guess is the people of the impound are like, we'll wait a few days. We'll we'll send them a letter. It'll get to you in 10 days and Correct. you'll have to pay way more than the yeah, cars. Luckily, I got. Yeah. Luckily, I got a phone call. They found my they found like the corpse of my car. Um, the weird thing was that they stripped it or something. So they had stripped it. They had taken everything out of yeah. it. They took my airbags. They took they took everything that they could take. They took the little things that like squirt the windshield fluid onto your windshield. I don't know why, but they just did. for fun, did you like try to drive it? Uh, in, they took everything. It <laughs> the was not drivable. Yeah, yeah, it was literally just the corpse of a car. Um, but they had when my car when my car got stolen, I had on I had like the back license plate, but not the front license plate because mm-hmm. um, I had got I had bought it from someone who was from out of state and it didn't have the bracket on the front. So I was like, I'll get her in California. You're supposed to have both. I was like, I'll get around right. to it. So I had the extra license plate in my trunk when it got stolen. When it got when I got it back to me, the, all of a sudden it had a front license plate. And I took, I had it towed to my mechanic and he like checked it all over and he was like, this is not your hood or your front bumper. So they swapped out my hood and my front bumper with another white Honda Accord. Then they took my license plate out of my trunk and screwed it onto the front of the new bumper. And then it was stripped of all of its parts. And somehow, and like they stole everything out of it. They stole my burned CDs. They stole like every article of clothing, my makeup kit that was in there when I used to try and do makeup professionally. Um, They left Chase's checkbook sitting on the front seat because he has the best luck. (laughs) And uh, Adam North had been storing some stuff in my trunk and they luckily also left like his box of memorabilia, which was the the most important thing. He had like letters, like pen pal letters and like family photos and stuff in there. So luckily he got that back. So yeah, that was my first car. Guy. My second car, the engine blew a hole in itself on the freeway because I didn't know about your oil light. <laughs> yeah, I had a car. My I had, fault. I had, I, had, I had a car engine more or less explode on me. Yeah, it's not cool fun. times. No fun. Um, but yes, my favorite car is horses. <laughs> Love that. Uh, okay, what are you doing that you wish you weren't? Oh, I mean, working my working day jobs, right? Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, gotta right? be it. <laughs> god, it is. Uh, or or like dental work. I just had a tooth pulled oh, a couple days ago. I have, I'm I'm so overdue. Do it. I the tooth that I had pulled, like, I had previously it? it's so expensive. I had previously had a root canal and a crown on this particular tooth. And then one day I was like, Why is it swollen? And I went in and they were like, Oh, sometimes a hairline crack can develop under the surface. And then if any sort of like bacteria, bacteria gets yeah. in there, you have to pull the tooth. So Oh my It's gone my now. It's gone. It's just a hole in my face. Well, I wish I wasn't doing ones. that. <laughs> I, wish I, <laughs> I wish I didn't have stitches in my mouth right now. <laughs> At least it's in the back. Yeah. yeah that's cool. I probably am just going to live with it, honestly. Hey, I could get a $2,000 implant, but. Dude. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's the thing. Is it so? I have to go. I have to go. I hate it. I really like my dentist if you want a good dentist. But. I like my dentist too. It's not about like the guy. <laughs> it's you know? about it's literally about, everything you know, else. It's about the like, okay, here we go. <laughs> 
Those are good dentist like, sound effects. Someone hit me with a brick. <laughs> don't put me, don't like inject me with something or give me something to gas. No. Hit me with a brick until I'm out cold. <laughs> That's it. And just do it. They, My insurance covered the extraction at 100%, but what they didn't cover is a bone graft. Do you know what a bone graft is? It's a bone graft. It's where they take dead people bone and stick it inside your head so Did that your at least tell you about bone that? goes back together. Good. They make you sign a thing and they're like, uh, these days it tends to be, the majority tends to be sterilized bovine bone. However, there are still human components. Gotcha. And like human components. Cool. But you're $600. the right person. It must have been like, cool. I was fine. I was like, that's fine. That, it, it gave you another fearful, horf, horrifying fact to that's tell right. people at hey, parties. Did you guys know I have cadaver bone in my head? <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> 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 Uh, Riley, what's your favorite sport to play? Uh, hmm, sport to play. I guess I played soccer the most. Sure. I actually won um, the award for... Soccer. <laughs> for, I won the soccer award, I'm very proud to say. Uh, on the island that I grew up in, there was not enough. There weren't enough kids to have both a girls team and a boys team, so we just had one team where there were girls and boys. But sure. because of that, we played only boys teams, because I don't know, sexism. Sure. Um, whatever. Right. But uh, separate but equal. So we were also like pretty hardcore. We would we would like before games we would take. Do you remember that powder that like candy powder that would like dye your mouth? Was it the one that came like Fun Dip or those similar? Type of this this particular one came in a test tube. Oh, Raven, um, is that Raven's Revenge? Maybe. Yeah. But you, so. we would get the black version and like swish it around in our mouth like bef- right before like, was it, like kickoff. Cut your teeth. And yeah. Stuff? So we then we like growl at we're the other the island. Yeah. We were yeah. we were really we were hardcore. <laughs> um, but on that, we're, league, honey, look, <laughs> they're like fuck. It's the weird the kids. weird island God kids. <laughs> Um, I won the award, the trophy for most offensive player. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. My Which mom is great. Really? Because does that. that mean that you were really good at offense and scoring? Yes. Or is that because you had black all over your face and you were cussing as yes. an eight year old? There are there are photos of me pulling the jersey of like pulling children down. Yeah, <laughs> like, on the yeah you wouldn't do well in Survivor. No, <laughs> you'd hurt people. I you know I just turn it on. Have you seen that picture of me playing t-ball when I'm like five I years don't old think so. and I just have like the most intense. <laughs> but, like I look like I'm out for murder. You were playing t-ball yeah i'm like on third base probably like make considering stealing yeah and you're but you're like don't know what you're doing so you're facing Laser the wrong way focus, yeah <laughs> you're facing I'm, second wearing, base. I'm wearing like parachute like floral parachute pants <laughs> yeah oh, but that little girl such an enigma <laughs> i bet everyone else is doing oh, raven's red and you were like doing charcoal you're like i guess we can yeah. do it your way <laughs> fine well, you got sugar in yours yeah, <laughs> yeah. lame come on <laughs> i love that little riley would be a trip oh man What's your uh, favorite country other than the USA? You cannot say the USA because back when my dad made this, this country was great. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> never would I. Yeah. Um, I mean, Australia is pretty good. We had sure. talked about it. It was a good place to visit. Uh, I really liked visiting Edinburgh, Scotland as uh, well. Sure. That was probably another one of my favorite trips, which was somewhat recently. I was there with a very dysfunctional um, play. I almost went with you. I know. You, you should have, but also shouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> right. It was definitely like... I very quickly distanced myself from the group that that was that I was with. Like there was right. there was a pitch made by the group to like do everything together and text each other no matter where you went, and I was like, absolutely yeah, not. No, I flat out. In fact, no. I'm not even going to do the play anymore. <laughs> so uh, I did a lot of like wandering around by myself in Edinburgh, and I really, really, That's really awesome. liked it. Um, I would. I feel like I'd be on that tip. Yeah, want to explore. Yeah, I dug that. So I guess sure, Scotland. I would love to go back there. There's some beautiful places that I definitely didn't yeah. get to check out for sure. 
for sure, for sure, for sure. And my family's like from there, or whatever. Yeah, me too. Apparently, Scotland. Scottish. Yeah, the yeah. Elliot, Elliot clan. Oh yeah, 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 you know, yeah. We're out there. Ross Monroe, I believe, are my Elliot and or my Elliot, my <laughs> my Scottish ancestors. <laughs> What was the name? Ross Monroe. They're two different Ross clans. Um, it definitely sounds yeah. super Scottish. But Kyle Wallace is related to oh, sure. William Wallace. Is he direct? Who is Braveheart. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's direct you can be. Yeah, sure. the Wallaces. That's sick. Right? Super Scottish. God, we are forming a trifecta here. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite restaurant? Oh, man. I don't know. My favorite restaurant. I mean, the best restaurant I think I ever went to was Tom Colicchio's Craft in New York. Ooh. I mean um, that sounds that sounds incredible. It was incredible. This is I've I've always been very into Top Chef. Sure. And and I went there with Chase Williamson in New York. I think that was a Christmas present situation and it was just every everything you ate you were like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> they started with like an amuse bouche. Yeah, you know, you're like, like the tiniest thing and you're like, fuck. God damn it. Ugh. That's awesome. <laughs> Shit. Changed my life. God damn it. Um, that's probably like the best food I've had. Although the the place that I, this is also in New York, the place that I, I'm like dying to go back to all the time is this Vietnamese place called Obao, O-B-A-O. Okay. In New York, they have two locations, I believe, one on either side of Manhattan. Uh, I really love Vietnamese food. There's yeah. also in San Jose um, a place called Vietnam. N-O-M, which is also Vietnamese food and also incredibly yeah. good. When I was in New York, I was in New York with uh, Victoria in February. Yeah, February. And we like did a lot of exploring and like going into like Chinatown and finding some like old hole-in-the-wall restaurants with just, like old, I mean, the food was just unbelievable. It was the first time I've been to New York and really explored the different types of food. And mm-hmm. that made that like a point to do. There's some good stuff. Some amazing, amazing stuff. And I wish like all the names of the places are escaping me. So I like should I'm like stopping. But I want to talk more <laughs> about it. But I got nothing for you. There's this one place, it was great. There's this but other place, it was really we good. We did sleep no more. Have you ever done that? I have not, oh but I want God, to. Oh, it is everything. You would love it. Yeah, you would yeah, love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. The explorer in you. Because like my whole thing was like, and I, do you know about it vaguely? Yes. Yeah. And it's for anyone who doesn't, it's like you go into this place, you're kind of huddled with like I don't know how many people, probably 40 to 50 people, and you're in like this big bar lounge, Prohibition era, um, having drinks, and then like kind of one at a time, you, you're given these masks, like masquerade masks, like with a big long nose, and you go in in little groups of probably five to 10, and you go up an elevator, and they've, they've turned this entire old hotel, it's about three floors, into a retelling of Macbeth, essentially. But the actors don't use any dialogue, it's all physical, it's this dimly lit, scary music, and it's, you just, the play is happening throughout this hotel. So you explore on your own, you find these rooms, but it's super detailed. So like you go into an office, you know, and you're going through people's files and like everything in there is there for a reason. And um, my whole vibe at the beginning is like, I want to get, I want to go do my own thing. I want to be like totally alone. You're like, bye Victoria. Yeah. Pretty, well, we, we were in separate groups <laughs> Okay. and we found each other, which was like, okay. And she was like, yay, you know, and I'm like, all right, all right yeah, okay. <laughs> and we're, and like, we're oh, like, I wish you weren't we're, here. Yeah, we're in this, uh, <laughs> no, I would never feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> we were in this office and we're like looking through stuff and then she's like you know waves me like let's go to this other place I'm like okay and she walks out this door and all of a sudden the door like slams behind and all of a sudden this door that had been locked opens and this like woman like looks at me and like takes me into this other room yes. gives me this whole monologue puts like a locket around my neck like kisses me on the cheek and like throws me out into this hallway and then like was I was on my own and I was like yeah yes. but it was like three hours of exploring by myself um, but I ended up missing a bunch of stuff well, you, like, people yeah. are following actors as they go, and so right. they see scenes, and I was just like so happy on my own. You got to go back. But anyway, yeah, you could do it 
a hundred times and never see the same show. Yeah, that's pretty tight. It's pretty. It was fucking cool. Um. Anyway, what's your what's your favorite time of day? Ooh. So I it it definitely used to be nighttime. And I think that was because before before I discovered that I have narcolepsy, which mm. I for sure do, um, I w- ha- w- had like insomnia, which is part of narcolepsy, which is like right. such a fucked up thing that like yeah. you you both can't sleep and have to sleep all the time. Yeah, um, that's frustrating. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's something about about nighttime that I really liked, especially being like alone at night and being able to do whatever you want, essentially because there's no. Time, like time kind of feels like it stops right. it's just dark right right and right, like right, right, no, right. nothing else is happening you're not missing anything right you're just you just have like dark time right um so th- i feel like i definitely yeah, went through a phase comforting. yeah where it was just like okay there's like you can just do whatever now there's you know there's no sense of like anything ticking down or coming up or right, whatever right, right, right so i feel like i i definitely like college maybe i definitely went through nighttime being like my most productive and also, like, occasionally just, like, anxiety-ridden, you know, <laughs> trade-off. It's not always great, but it's something. Yeah. Um, but n- but now I definitely, I feel like there's there's this particular feeling, almost like when you were in school, but you, like, if we, the times that you were, like, out of school when you were supposed to be in school. Right. You know, if you were either, right, like, right, sick right, 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 or, right, like, right, right, right. I dropped out of fifth grade. Yeah, so like I remember, 11. like... Yeah, so I remember like <laughs> viscerally the feeling of like being outside during the day at like eleven or twelve yeah. when everyone else was in school and being like, "I'm oh free." My God, like yeah. that. I still Adult have like world. Yeah, yeah, that like sense memory of being like the world is mine. Yeah. Um. So I still feel that sometimes when I like have a weekday where I don't have to work right. and I'm just like out, yeah, and, like doing what even like just doing errands and yeah, like yeah, 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 my yeah. time is mine. <laughs> So yeah, in my adult life, I feel like it's that. <laughs> yeah, it is. I do notice that those times as well. So I'm, like when I, especially if I'm like, I'm very, I'm keenly aware of summer for kids. Mm-hmm. Like I was driving here and there were like a bunch of kids going around like skateboarding and I want to be like, pull over and be like, yeah, like <laughs> the summer, you know, <laughs> like, and I will be the same if I, if I see like a back to school. Mm-hmm. Like commercial, I'll be oh, dude, like, you're harshing my vibe. <laughs> oh, it's man. like barely even August. Fuck. <laughs> well, like I will always have that. I think. Mm-hmm. Like so, I'm so I'm also keenly aware of seeing kids around eleven, and we'll have that thought of like, oh, you're ditching or like, cool, cool, <laughs> What's cool, that? cool. You got cool, a do- doctor's appointment? Yeah, you're <laughs> nice. Fucking badass, dude. I bet you got like a girlfriend. Shit. The, co- still- the <laughs> coolest I think I've ever felt still to this day was so I grew up on the island. So if you missed the boat to go into school. <laughs> You were you were just an hour late for school. Like right. there was That's no it. like, oh, you're thirty seconds late or like five right. minutes it's late. Not you, the bus. You had to get the next boat. It's not missing the bus where your parents put you in the car and right. to get you there before no. the bus. That's it. Um, so we had to take the seven fifteen boat every morning. And one morning, I missed the boat, and my best friend Annie also missed the boat. And she had a stepdad who was like young and like kind of cool named Troy. Yeah. And uh, Troy drove. Call him T. <laughs> Probably. She, he actually called me Riley Ace of Spies, which is my Instagram handle. Oh. And that is why. Um, which is also like an old British TV show, apparently. But okay. Whatever. So Annie was late and I was late. So we were on the 815 boat and Troy was going to drive us to school. Troy drove a red convertible. Yeah, he did. And this before going to school, cool. we went to Dunkin' Donuts and got coffee culottes. Get out of here. And then we rolled up to our middle school. This is like sixth or seventh grade. We rolled up blasting Eminem. Just like 
That's the cool. Late blasting M&M in a convertible with coffee culottes is I will that's peak no, coolness. No, that's peak. Yeah, you got there. You, <laughs> so it was all then, downhill. Yeah. <laughs> I peaked at like 12 yeah. or like 11. That's pretty good though. Yeah. Man. And that's why you're a Riley Ace so of Spies. That's there you it. Go. That time of day. Yeah, hanging on. <laughs> a grim death you hang on to that one. <laughs> that's oh, a God. good one. <laughs> that's pretty badass. Uh <laughs> so 11 a.m. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Hmm. Um, I worked in an ice cream store for many years. So you hate all ice cream? I love ice cream. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. I love it. I keep the, my least favorite is pistachio, and I keep trying to convince myself that it's good because it looks like it should be good, right, but it's green. not good. There's pistachios, and it, it's pistachio flavored. It's bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. So not I mean, pistachio. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say I go between um, black raspberry chocolate chip. Ooh, that's a God, good one. That sounds good. And classic. Cookies and cream. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. Black raspberry, what else was in it? Black raspberry chocolate chip. It's got all the components. Actually, I mean, yeah, actually, sounds, my number one favorite awesome. is from um, fuck, Beals, which is uh, in downtown Portland, Maine. Yeah. And they have a tea berry ice cream, which is like mint chocolate chip, but the mint isn't quite as minty and it's pink with chocolate chunks in okay. it. Okay. Dude, chunks. Chunks. Okay. Yeah, guy. Yeah, mint mint chip is, is always my favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As Little Clay called it, it was green chocolate chip. Yeah, absolutely. Give me that green chocolate chip. Yep. Put it in my face. I'm gonna eat it real good. I went to the movies with Julia Max, Julia Gold Zimmerman recently, yeah. and she was she's like, I'm gonna get a slushy, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, can I have a Coke like slushy? And they're like, we're out of Coke. And she was like, fine, I'll have red. Which is that flavor. That flavor is just red. red yeah. What is that flavor? It's absolutely nothing other than just red. It's 100%. Well, it's like anything, like if, if any drink or anything is like blue, it's like, I'll have blue. Yeah. Because there's no, nope. nothing is that blue. Do you know where blue raspberry flavoring comes oh, from? <laughs> Clear American cheese. It's worse. <laughs> no. No. From the dead spirit that's trying to steal the bridesmaids? No, it's worse than that. God damn it. It's the anal gland of a beaver. <laughs> You can Google that. That sounds like I'm making it up, but it's absolutely the truth. It's the God's no honest truth. No one would make truth. that up, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> no one would make that up. So, Blue Raspberry. God damn it. Ruined that. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what I'm doing with I wish I wasn't. God <laughs> <laughs> damn, the anal glands of a beaver. Mm-hmm. How do you discover that? That's what exactly nightmare, the first question. What nightmare person <laughs> was, was like, like, hey guys, I found out what turned this blue. And they're like, mm. what was, how'd you do it? Like, anal glands of a beaver. Everyone like, it had to be like record. Someone started a record uh, just to pull it off. And this be like, what? what? You know, anal, anal glands of a beaver? No. You guys never. I'm going to make the thing. Because you guys didn't. I'm going to be really rich. You didn't. <laughs> you haven't. You guys want to. You never. I'll show. <laughs> I have the beep. No, I'm gonna. I'm. Should we? I'll be right. I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a nightmare. Yeah. Oh God. So your favorite ice cream flavor. What mm. did you want to be when you when you were a little Riley and you were like, I want to be a actor. Nice. Yeah. Um. And I also I had this Dr. Seuss uh like workbook at one point that was like it was like you could circle all the things that applied to you. It was like where do you live? And there was like a picture of like a house and like an apartment and an igloo oh, and like sure. a, you know you'd be like I live in a house. Right. Um. <laughs> and there was one page. It was like a two page spread, and it was like what do you want to be when you grow up? And it had all of these different things. And the reason, like, I realized that I wanted to be an actor because I circled all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Except, that's That's not true. true. I circled all of them except none. That was the one that I was like, 
Oh, a, a nun? A nun. That oh, was yeah. the only thing that was on there that I was like, <laughs> no, I don't think so. But it was like, teacher, scientist, astronaut, like paleontologist, like whatever. Yeah. It was all, I was like, I would like to try all of those, please. Yeah. Which is what acting is. Like, yeah. I want to try everything. For sure. I don't want to commit to one thing because then I'll be missing out on all the other things, but I'd like to try them all. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's the best way of getting an idea. And then like, get paid for it so you can do a little research so you yes. can actually get an oh, idea. Oh, totally. That, I love doing that shit. Being yeah. like, you have to now research what it's like to be like a molecular biologist. I'm like, I'm going to do this for three weeks and then never again. <laughs> Even though we film in one, I'm going to research it for three. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm very into that. Yeah, that's tight. Um, favorite cartoon? Favorite cartoon? I don't know. I did so I grew up without a TV. Sure. So I didn't have a lot of like the Saturday morning You're cartoon. You're from the island. <laughs> yeah, that island. <laughs> um, different island. Different island. Uh, although my dad had a bunch of like VHS. Again, so weird. Yeah, sure. Um, and I, I had a, an old VHS tape of. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Oh sure, that I would watch. And Fine it, ghost. It's a really I'm I as you know I love animals. I'm currently wearing this is the only thing I've yeah. ever got? impulse Skunk, got off raccoon, of off of uh, Instagram. Looks pissed. Yeah, they're really good though. Of oh, Instagram, yeah. Um, they I really got, got me with this one. Like, Support you want, your local street cats. Did you yeah. want this T-shirt? I was like, fucking yes, uh, I do. You got Give me. Give it to me immediately. You got me. <laughs> you really. I got guess me. the microphone was on when I was telling my friends how much I like like animals, rabid street animals. Please give me all the possums. Yeah. Um. So they got that so in this particular Casper the friendly ghost he's friends with a fox named Ferdy Ferdy mm-hmm. okay and Ferdy uh, I don't know why it's not so judgmental of that name Ferdy gets fucking shot by hunters god damn so I don't know why I like still remember this cartoon and in like a fond way I remember oh, um, okay because it should be because <laughs> Ferdy scarring another friendly and a ghost Ferdy then becomes a ghost and okay. his friends with Casper and their ghosts okay. together. I do like that. So it turns out okay. It does turn out okay. Even though there's, it's He's full dead. of murder. And yeah. Ferdy's family is left without Absolutely father. awful. But it's fine. Um, yeah, I don't know why that one sticks out to me as like a memorable favorite I do. cartoon. God, I do. It's, but it's good. It's animals you love getting killed. Yeah, nothing okay. <laughs> nothing quite like it. Yeah. Cassie, I used to watch those. I feel like that was one of those like we get uh, – not newsletters. You get something where it has like things you can buy for school. Like I'd get them in class. Like buy this. Like here's a. I can't think of the name. Like the brochure the of book things you can buy. Book sale. Yeah, thing, I guess so. Whatever. Yeah, I the guess Scholastic Book Fair. Maybe. Oh, that was a thing. And then it was that, but it was like they had like I mean yeah it was because I would be like fuck books. I know there's got to be a <laughs> like some, art supplies. Uh, there's got to be some sort of like VHS on here. Yeah. It'd be like Casper. There was one called Widget. Widget the World Watcher. <laughs> And it was what? just like an educational video. And it was like, whoa, whoa, widget the world watcher. And wow. I'm not sure what he was, but he wasn't. He was a of, world watcher. He wasn't of this planet. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like a glove like with eyes. All it was right. weird. It was like a hamburger helper, but purple. Okay. But uh, anyway, widget the world watcher. That's yeah, pretty good. I think that's where I got Casper, too, because I think they had like, and then like Casper. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that's fine. There it is. Yeah. My, I watched my, a lot my mom of- was like, you should get a book. <laughs> I was like, nah, like that. I was, I was, my dad had a, te- a somewhat working television. My mom had no television. So when I went over to my dad's, I could watch one of like three channels. Um, and I think I was also like strongly encouraged, if not forced to only watch PBS. So I watched sure. a lot of like Wishbone and Ghost Rider. I don't know if you watched Ghost oh, Rider. I vaguely remember Ghost, Ghost Rider. was live action, but the ghost itself was like just an animated like blob right. that would just like float around and like, Much like Tinkerbell and read things. The live. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so good. Um, so that was my jam. Uh, that's pretty tight. Yeah. What's your favorite season? Fall. 
Yeah. And my birthday is in fall. There you go. So it, it wins. Yeah. Also, and fall in New England fa- is fucking magic. Yeah. It's life. like I, when we have sugar maple trees in my yard, which are the ones that turn the most insane colors. They, yeah. they look like they are on fire. Right. They're just like bright neon, I mean, like orange and pink and like space. You yeah. Know it's what I mean? crazy. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely fall. Also, I, I kind of like back to school season, I have to say. Huh. Um, I One of those. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, like, I, I mentioned briefly that I dropped out of fifth grade. I, the reason I dropped out of fifth grade was because I didn't feel I was learning enough. So I took myself out and homeschooled myself. Sick. I was like that kid. That's <laughs> that's like, yeah. Uh, so like back to school was always like a fresh start. This year is gonna and there was also a little bit of like reinventing myself. Right. I was like in this year people are gonna think I'm finally cool. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna get a new backpack and that's gonna change everything. <laughs> well, that's why the cool the coffee culottes were a big deal. That's right. I mean, obviously we had friends lining. I don't think anybody actually saw us. <laughs> I think they were all in class. We just rolled up and we're like, yeah. Like, before we got out of here, honk the horn, honk the horn, honk yeah, yeah. the horn. Make it a big honk deal. It. Louder. Turn up Eminem louder. Yeah, that's sick. Um, yeah, fall. fall. I would yeah. love to see. I need to do it. Excuse me, New England fall. I know. I haven't been back there in the fall in a long time. I've been back in like September when it's still basically kind of summer. Yeah. But proper fall. And it also like only October. lasts like, it's like October. It only lasts like two weeks. It starts snowing in. I, I, right. I've had snow on Halloween. Yeah. In Maine. Like sure. all of, I would get like American Girl magazine and they'd be like, here are suggestions for Halloween costumes. And they were like, you could be a hula dancer. I'm like, yeah, in a fucking coat. Like <laughs> whatever Halloween costume I had had no, involved like layers and just, like long sleeves and shit. They're like, just put on a bathing suit top. I'm like, fuck you. That's <laughs> uh, uh, like... Yeah. So fall. Yeah. All right. What's your favorite hobby? Hobby? I know. We don't really have <laughs> I recently had like a little bit of an existential crisis because this actually it first started I was in a show at the Odyssey I was in Oedipus Machina at the Odyssey Theater Um, and they for some reason I don't I don't know what it was for it was maybe for like a a news article or interview or something in the program or something like that but they handed out these questionnaires to all of us that they wanted us to fill out right and one of the things was like what's your favorite I don't know. It was like a lot. It was questions similar to this, but it was like, what? What's your favorite hobby? Like, what music are you into and stuff right. like that? Right, right, right. It. I had a like a, a mental breakdown. <laughs> it was. It made me so angry, and I couldn't <laughs> figure out why. But I was like full of rage that I had to fill out this questionnaire, and I think I ended up like just being like, no, I'm not going to do this because <laughs> because so much. And this was like in my late twenties. So much of my 20s i feel like our 20s was right. just straight up like i'm just trying to survive right like i sure. and, am and just trying to like not be homeless and not like have some sort of like horrifying medical thing happen that i can't to grips afford with the fact that life is different than than I we expected thought. it to be yeah. yeah all all of those sure. things like diagnosing your own like mental health issue like all of <laughs> that happens in your 20s to do it for you. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um so i was going through a lot of that and i was like i don't have fucking time for hobbies i'm not i'm not into music so so sue me like <laughs> i was just like so angry at this fucking questionnaire so do you want to move on to another question yeah so fuck this, no um i mean i'm worried mine is drinking <laughs> I would say, well, I kind of feel like, st- so hobbies are like shit that you don't get paid for, right? Yeah, something that you do just for you. 
I like, mean, the, po- staring the podcast. Staring at your blue wall. There staring you at my blue wall. Podcast, I would feel like, is a hobby because yeah. although we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash hags podcast, um, yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. make we're, you know, we're not in it for the money. No one who starts a podcast immediately and is in it for the money is, it's not going to work out, you guys. I'm so sorry to tell you, you're in for a shocking surprise. <laughs> you might make money eventually, probably not. Yeah. Um, so that to me feels like a hobby. It's also an excuse for me to sort of get into like, the the like socio-political like feminism world and yeah. like see what's up and see what's happening and I feel like I've learned a lot about I don't know just a lot of areas of of our culture that have a lot of issues and I've been able to understand them more yeah which helps me I'm a very like analytical person so it, it's hard to just be like oh my god there's all these fucking problems in the world Oh, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, great. Yeah. Fuck everything. Great or whatever. Who or, cares? Yeah, yeah sure. I hate it. Um, so I think with with our podcast, what we really try and like dig into is like why this stuff has happened. Originally, our, our like mission statement was deconstructing and demystifying the ways society values women. Right. So it all started because I got very angry at the Dove Real Beauty campaign because I felt like it was really just Dove patting themselves on the back for being like, look, we showed a fat model. Right. Ooh, real. Be- and it's still great? like a beautiful woman. It's right. like, you know, it's not right. like they're like, we're just showing every type of woman. They're like, yeah. we're going to show some fat, beautiful models yeah. and some yeah, exactly. old, like slightly older, yeah. beautiful models. that are all still white. Like and models. Yeah. And models. Right. And they were simultaneously, they're simultaneously doing that. And then also doing these, these campaigns where they would, they'd be like, women tweet negative things about their self image 10,000 times times a day and they would just show all these shitty things that women thought about themselves yeah. and so all they were tr- trying to do was like sell you the fact that you hate yourself right and that like so use dove right so used so use because then you soap. can be fat in a model right so, like, oh, it was great. like it was yeah they're like patting themselves in the back for being like so progressive when they're not being progressive at all no. while reinforcing the idea that just, women hate themselves yeah, it's just manipulation I don't know, it made me so angry sure. but i like still wanted to figure out like why and exactly what was happening with that and so that's that I, I feel like that part of it feels more to me like something that I'm excited to just like go do and learn about right. without any sort of like potential monetary compensation. Right. So right, right, I right. guess that's kind of a hobby. Yeah. No, I think that it's 100% a little bit is. Of a and it's worth hobby, your time. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's all, but it's good. People need to be doing stuff like that. That's yeah. helpful. It is. And it, you know it's I mean? helpful. Education. I mean, so many of our problems just come from a lack of education and a lack of resources and a lack of the people who have power wanting people to be educated right it helps us to be ignorant and pawns because you can maneuver and manipulate and change people as you as you, as you want yeah absolutely so and a lot any, of like, anything you can be doing to help educate people on what's happening is worth your time and all of our time yeah so i mean that you're doing educating it. myself too i mean like yeah. a lot of it is just like under understanding it so that you can even even like have a conversation so that when someone's like oh like this and this thing i can be like actually that thing is problematic and here's why instead of yeah. just being like i feel like you're being shitty right right now Right. Stop it. <laughs> Stop that. Yeah. I can be like, oh, well, actually, that's, you know, rooted in like a diet culture, which has been sold to us like hook, line and sinker that we right. think the fat is bad and thin is good. And so right. like every and it's so hard for us to to like move away from anything because we've like hung our hat on like the, the value fucking, we have because we like live in a thin body. And it's totally arbitrary, given the fact that like there are periods of this world in which like fat was what was the like hot thing. You know what I mean? And skinny was like, oh, you're malnourished and you're going to get sickly. Right. That you like. Know, Oh, like, you're wealthy, and so you can afford food. Right, and so, exactly. Yeah, you have more status in that regard. Right. Yeah, and it's I mean, all, this whole like health movement that people are like, oh, well, it's healthier to be thin and not as healthy to be fat, which is right. 
utter. There's no. no of course, there not. is no research that I says know. that you can look at a person and tell how healthy they are. No, I have so many. Like medical conditions. Oh. And I'm like, I just happen to have a thin body. So yeah. people would not think that to oh, look yeah. at me. No, and I, there are very, very healthy fat people who people are like, oh my God. Like, you need to lose weight. You're not taking care of yourself. I'm just yeah. concerned for your yeah. health. And and like I said, vice versa. Like I, I know without saying names, I, I got friends who are skinny who it's like, you treat your body like garbage. Right. But like you have a really but nobody, unbelievable metabolism and stuff, or whatever the case. And so would be nobody that, like, cares. They're just like, wow, like oh, that's you're it. lucky, right? Yeah. That's what they say. Which is even like, though like no. And then it's like if you are that skinny, there's no incentive to be healthy, because like you are drinking the Kool Aid, being like, oh, it must be really healthy. Right, okay. because that's what we we just automatically think that skinny and healthy mean the same thing. Because we love the covers on books in every way. <laughs> it's like every person <laughs> you it. see and every book you would read. Like mm-hmm. cool, I like. Not Great. Research. But I think it also helps to understand, like, wh- I whenever I see people sort of cringe at, like, admitting their privilege, right? Like, white right. privilege, male privilege, thin privilege, whatever that is. Right. People are always sort of like, even though I have it, like, I don't, like, I just feel bad about it. So, yeah. like, I don't really want to acknowledge it. Right. It's so much easier if you can break down, like, what that actually means. Right. All that it means is just, like, you have choices, you have options, you have more safety, you have more freedom. Right. So I live in the thin body, so I have the option to either be an ally for fat people or take a day off. But a fat person doesn't have that option. Right. They walk through the world every single day in the body they have, right. and they experience the and oppression like, that they experience, yeah. and they have no choice. Because when you have like a world where you have like complete strangers coming up to you and like saying taking things, things out of your shopping cart, yeah. or like like you know complaining because you're sitting next to them on an airplane, just like shit that like it's you awful. don't they don't you don't have the choice to awful. to not do. So uh, yeah, I feel like it's just it's helpful to have more understanding, more vocabulary, and yeah. I think it's cool. I think it's cool, Roz. Thanks. Um, this brings us to the next serious topic. What's your favorite monster? Or who? My favorite monster? Yeah. Do gremlins count? Sure. I mean, that's a fucking monster. <laughs> tell me a gremlin isn't a monster. Try I like to try. You try right now <laughs> to tell me that a gremlin isn't a monster. No, I, it absolutely it is. It is. But it's also a very cute and a beautiful singer. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Inner beauty. I like them. I also like them because like, it's your fault that you, you did that to them. You know, like they would just be cute and sweet if you didn't fucking get them wet or feed them after midnight. That's right. Yeah. How hard is that? It's not. Just like do it. Just, just do, do it. it. You know, just they're cute. Was, yeah. What was the gizmo? Yeah, the mogwai. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. He's There's cute. my dad used to also sing us a song about the bugaboo. Who at one point my brother had a very nervous friend. It's not a Destiny's Child song. It is. It was pre Destiny's Child song. Gotcha. But um, just want to make sure. <laughs> but the bugaboo was like some creepy. I don't even remember the lyrics, but it's like you know, like suck your drink your blood and all sorts of terrifying things. And he would like he would like sing sing this song to my brother and I and like our friends when we were like over for a sleepover. And my brother absolutely had a friend named Eric Richardson who my dad. I think first, because we live in the woods. It's like in the middle of the woods, it's pitch black. If oh, yeah. you, my dad's house was the one that you would have sleepovers at. My dad and my mom live around the corner from each other when right. I was growing up. Um, my dad, as soon as you walk into his house, as soon as you like open the door and it looks like a normal like cottage and then you close the door and behind the door is a giant stuffed golden eagle in in position to like attack you like it's it's been taxidermied in that position yeah so like just just to like to, to paint set the, the picture yeah. set the stage um, I think my brother had also my brother's likes to lie and uh, freak people out 
with his lies. That's just, it was a hobby of his sure. as a child. So I think he had already set up Eric Richardson for like, oh, well, there are wolves in the woods or there are bears in the woods or some shit. Sure. And then Eric is already like a nervous child, arrives at the house. My dad tells him the bugaboo story. And Eric was like, I'm going home. I need to go home. This now. is it. Right <laughs> yeah, now. he absolutely, right his parents like picked now. him up. <laughs> What's well, hard to pick up with? Or was he already living on the island? He lived on the island okay, as well. Good. He just so lived like, on like the normal part of the island. You have to be careful about who you invited for sleepovers if they're taking ferries. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no, like, I definitely had some because then you're trapped. Yeah, There's not the ferries not. do not run twenty four seven. That's it. You're just <laughs> you, yeah, you, you have to be enough. careful. That's a whole nother level. <laughs> yeah, gremlins are definitely monsters. Mm-hmm. They're great. Yeah. Uh, favorite music group or like who are you listening to? What's what's tell me about music that you like? I, guess. I mean, probably Aesop Rock. Sure. I would say that's up there. I'm I I very much enjoy music and I enjoy the music that I enjoy, but I'm not that into like exploring new artists and learning yeah. all the facts about I don't know the names. Like it took me I still don't really understand the concept of there being music videos for like every song. Yeah. Like there are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz you can do them. Like every easy. song? Yeah. There's just a music there's a video for every song. Yeah. Pretty much? Just about. Wow. It's like the first thing you do. Yeah, I, I didn't. So again, didn't grow up with like MTV or anything like that. So any music that I heard was like on the radio and I chances were like they don't tell you who the person is and the name of the song every time. No. Or usually ever. Right. Like maybe occasionally like the first time the song comes out and then they just assume everyone knows or right. something. Because they do. They're so children. yeah, a lot of like I don't know the names of the people that sing the songs. Right. <laughs> like as a pretty much as a rule. It's one of the things I miss about college was that like. I was surrounded by the people who do explore music mm-hmm. and do find new And they'd be cool like, shit. check out this. So like the music that I listen to, so much of it is like, was the dopest underground yeah. stuff, but like, but from 10 years ago. Yeah, absolutely. I do not listen to any new music, yeah. I don't think. But it's like, I, I miss that because yeah. it's always so, it's like great music, like yeah. underground, independent, whatever great music my brother's a dj so he he at least introduced me to and by introduced me i mean like i stole his music like he right. wasn't like i'm gonna sit you down and give you an education on right. underground bay area hip-hop but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know i stole his things and was like oh black delicious that's tight cool cool yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um ah, have you Del. heard have you heard um kirby by asap rock this is my current favorite so. song it's been out for like a few years but it's it's um he wrote it about his cat it's incredibly endearing tight um, there's a line in it where he goes, hey, Kirby, what you doing, Kirby? Why'd you eat that leaf? So. Sold. <laughs> and he, it's, he talks about how like he, he was in, you know, he's been in therapy forever. He's been on every antidepressant medication. And then like one day his therapist was like, I don't know. Why don't you get a kitten? And then like how and, this like, kitten like it. changed his life. Yeah, for it's sure. like a beautiful song. For sure. So highly I'm recommend. into that. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, favorite teacher ever. Favorite teacher ever. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to say Jack Rowe. <laughs> I know he's not everybody's cup of no, tea. No, but that's, you're not answering who's everyone's yeah. cup of tea. I think Jack just like got me in a weird way and also was always just a very calming presence because yeah. the part of him, part of him cares so deeply and part of him gives no fucks. Yeah. He, and for those of you who have no idea what I'm talking about, this is like he was the the head of the acting program for a yeah. little bit at USC dean and then just students or something. dean of something, something or assistant dean or yeah. something like that. Um, and then was just an a- acting teacher slash director that we had. Right. Um, but he was like uh, he was really into like experimental theater in the 60s. Yes. Like when 
talking about like people, breaking like, the fourth wall yeah, and, and like, like people being naked on cargo nets above the audience yes. and shit like crazy weird just shit just like this on. old hippie dude yeah um and he directed uh mad forest which is definitely one of my favorite yeah. shows that i've done yeah. and and i really i just loved that process with him because he would try he would be like all right all right what's uh what's happening in this in this scene let's let's okay like you go stand over there and like you stand over there and and uh, yeah, let's uh, try it. And then we try it, and he'd be like, "Well, that didn't work." Um, all right, all right, let's try something else. Like it yeah. was just very. It didn't. I think there was like a lot of gravita- gravitas um, from some other teachers, and because I came from a performing arts high school, which was super, super heavily focused on musical theater, right? Which um, no one takes lightly, right? No, God, <laughs> no. Like which is like seems, life and death. Yeah, musical theater like, is yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Um. So it was like a lot of like really intense like philosophy and theater and like shit that was going on, right? Um. And then in and in my class, my BFA class at USC was also particularly like intense. And took everything very seriously. So it was nice to have a teacher who was like, yeah, like this is all uh, is incredibly important, great, but, but also like, like it, get over yourself. Let's do work. Yeah. Let's yeah. get to it. I liked that about Jack. Yeah. And I feel like he was always just sort of like a grounding force who wasn't too scary, but also wasn't going to bullshit you. Right. Yeah. For sure. Now, Jack, yeah. Jack, Jack and I had our, uh, I loved him when I first got there and we had our, we had our things that it didn't work out for us <laughs> that's fair but and you are not alone in that no either. no 100 percent. but i remember when he liked me it was like great <laughs> he's great yeah he was like super engaging and there was no bullshit and i'm i'm similar it's why i like mary joan it was like i don't i don't like bullshit i don't like someone being like that was so great yes really really great wow really great but what if we try you know like <laughs> yeah, don't do that just tell me because like thing. i'm sitting there being like i know i was full of shit like right. i can tell when i'm full of shit just be like no that was bullshit let's go uh okay try like that's I'm more of that. Spirit. Yeah, I don't need the. No, on that. I mean, I remember doing a scene for Jack with Shane when we had like both stayed up all night and we're like, you know, like strung out of our minds, yeah. just like, out of, and but we were like so excited to do our scene and we like did our scene and Jack was like, "All right, you guys can sit down." And we we're like, "But, but you don't have any note. Can we do it again?" And he yeah. was like, "Okay." And we like did it again. And he was like, "Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you guys stayed up all night on, but like, uh, yeah, it was yeah. fine." We had that <laughs> and we're like, final. "Oh fuck!" <laughs> for our, we had did Shakespeare with him, and that was like our our final was like we all had to do like some monologue, and like our class dropped the ball as we tended to do from time to time. But like, really, everyone like was barely off book, and then like he like didn't even finish them for that day. He's like, "All right, enjoy your summer. Like, clearly you don't care." And like you should be embarrassed. Like, you're like, oh like, god, this is entirely right, on cool. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah, cool, 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 it's so cool, much cool. worse for a teacher to be like, well, I don't care because you don't care, than yeah. it is for a teacher to be like, I can't believe you didn't care oh, about this. It's a crap. Yeah, you don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. You're like, like enjoy oh your fuck, this like, is oh, dude. this is up to me. He's not disappointed. He's angry. It's, this is it. Just, yeah. Fuck. So yeah, Jack Rowe. Yeah. I who's love your, Jack. Who's your favorite teacher now? Hmm. I haven't taken a class in a little while, although I will say the last the last like time I was regular in class was probably when I was doing groundlings. And I really loved Roy Jenkins, who's my advanced groundlings oh, teacher. I did not have Roy. Roy is fantastic. He's another person who's like really, really there for like the fun of it and like the play right. of it. And, and also really interested in like what makes it work yeah. without any sort of like... Well, it's going to take you a long time to understand why this. Yeah. You know that what I mean? The problem with groundlings is just like, God, they're so into themselves. Yeah, like some I of think those teachers. I had one of the teachers where I was just like, Jesus, 
it's intense. I think but. it just really depends on the teacher, and it's unfortunate that it does so much because you can have a totally different experience depending on oh, which 100%. teacher you have. Yeah, and um, there's like certain teachers when I would tell people who've gone through the program, like, "Oh, I had so and so," and they're like, oh, "Oh, damn it!" Yeah, I really wish you hadn't had that person. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah. Well. No, I I love I love Roy. He was really he was great at being like. At just like taking an idea that you had and instead of being like, oh, well, there's this is would be a better idea. He'd be like, "Okay, let's take that idea and like, let's see what's in there. Thank you. And that's what I'm in. That's yeah, yeah, that's what I needed. I like that. Um, What's your favorite number? 13. Sure. It's my birthday. That's a good one. Yeah. A fine number. October 13th. That's the spookiest one. It is. (laughs) (laughs) It certainly is. Um, What's your favorite college? (laughs) <laughs> what yeah you is this me. because of sports is this I why mean, your dad asked you this my, because of sports hell yes okay you know he, he wanted <laughs> us all to go arizona state go sun devils and he'd be like that's my boy <laughs> you know <laughs> did you was there a time that you were like not arizona state anymore yeah well i think if you were to do it now you know i'd be like usc go trojans sure sun devils he'd be like, oh. <laughs> oh, god. oh god yeah but um my favorite college i mean i i remember when i was little i had a dartmouth sweatshirt because i think my grandfather went there um and then at one point i learned that juilliard had an acting program and i was like well i guess i could go there um (laughs) this is before i went to my performing arts high school where they were like "Mm, there are so many more better options or just more options than that i was like that's the only one i've ever heard of um (laughs) i mean i i don't know i guess USC I don't I, no. but even then like I don't even know if I have a favorite college and, and USC has really fucked up recently oh, you, God, it's not have. going well for yeah, USC right are, now we're down. <laughs> yeah. the stock stock is down it's it's pretty bad yeah, between like the gynecologist don't, don't and, like, this. Don't and the fake crew pe- it. oh, it's bad it's bad yeah. bad 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 pub <laughs> I'm sure we you'll come new, back but... we got a new school prez thank God <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um yeah yeah so we'll just say all I don't of know them. sure <laughs> Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, does that count? Sure. Okay. That one. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Nilbog. Nilbog. University of Nilbog. Oh, yes. <laughs> Nilbog you. Yeah. And to reinforce really what this was about, next question is, what's your favorite sport to watch? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other reason why. So my dad hates sports right. and all games or competition, sure. which is also so antithetical to like. My mom and my brother, my brother and I, you've seen me play games. It, yeah. You know, you're like, yeah you're, you're, that's you're it. That's, I'm all in. You're in. Um, my, my dad hates all games and competition and anything with rules. Uh, <laughs> so I did not grow up with any sort of like sports culture. Because right. I feel like you, you would usually get that from your dad. That's definitely a gendered thing. But, but that's just typical. Generally speaking. Um, he was a cheerleader at Yale. Love that. That's the closest I think he ever got to sports. That's pretty cool. Um, the fighters were to watch. I mean, I did for a very brief period of time in high school. So I went to boarding school in Massachusetts in Natick, which is about 45 minutes outside Boston. And I was there in like 03 to 04 and then 04 to 05. Yeah. Which was the first of those was when the Red Sox almost won the World right. Series. And the second was when, when they, they did. did. They came back against the Yankees. Yeah. 3-1. So th- I got very into watching that. And I remember, I mean, so into it that when they won, I was so full of like joy and adrenaline that I ran laps around campus. Yeah. I mean, you, know? <laughs> you were in. I was in. You were drinking the Kool-Aid. I was in. And then I was out. But this yeah. is also like a story of my life. Like I'm like, I want to try that. I'm going to, yeah. I want to try that out. You're an actor. And now I would like to not have 
have to do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. But I'd like to. Tr- but now, if you ever to get try it, book the part of like some Southie who's like yeah. really into the Red Sox, I you're can good. like tap into that. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> yeah, as long as I don't have to make a lifetime commitment. You yeah, know, good I, you. I yeah. went to church for a month when I was little because they were doing a play, and I got to be in the Christmas pageant. And there then I was go. like, No, I'm good. I just want to yeah. try that out. I went for a communion that scared me. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a nightmare. They're like, Now you have to do communion. I was like, No. They're like, If you stay another week, you'll get a Bible. And I was like, That's not an incentive. Yeah, I go to a hotel, I get a Bible. I'm not interested in that, yeah. but thanks for the play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite high school? Well, I went to two. Okay. Of the two, I guess Pick one. I guess Walnut Hill. Sorry, other one. Um, it was better than my first one. My first one was fine. It was just like you know a city, normal city high school. Right. And, uh, and Walnut Hills performing. Walnut Hills arts. like a boarding school performing arts. Yeah. There you go. Um, that I sent myself to essentially. God bless my mother for mortgaging her house to send me there. God love family. Um, still paying her back for that. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, of my two high schools, I would say Walnut Hill was my favorite. Well, I have no if other. Your mom's listening. Experience. You better fucking. <laughs> <Yeah, that's> it. <laughs> it was definitely like I, I, you know, I had some issues. I in with college. I think I, I was. I wish that I had been a little bit more settled, like as a human, so I could fully engage in the program the way that I, I right. could have. But I and I, but I think a lot sure. of it was also just like. Figuring out being on my own and yeah, being away from home kid. and like I mean, being a, a child, child and yeah, and like, like that's, that's going through issues sure. and having narcolepsy and you know what I mean like there was a lot of like other shit going on but yeah. um but all things considered Walnut Hill was great and I still I still like know and love a lot of people that I met there I mean Jimmy is one of the huge Jimmy right. Fowley is one of the reasons that I came to USC friend of the pod friend of the pod um who I met in high school who came up to me my first my very first day and like put his arm around my shoulder and was like do you party <laughs> And I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Totally. I've tried alcohol once. I like a party. And he was like, kegger at my house because he like lived nearby. Um, And he was senior class president. So I was like, I'm very cool now. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks to Jimmy Uh, Fowley. I remember him talking about the car he had. Oh. Where it's like a big Molly Mark. Molly Mark. And and it just stuck out like a. Oh yeah, Sword the hood was different from the yeah. yeah it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, it was really like we getting were, like the head the head of the school or something driving by and just like being like Jimmy, knowing, you're ca- over you here. can't park yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. There were a few people who had cars and it was it was a thing. It's a big deal. Yeah, it was a I big mean, deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. No matter where you are. All right, are you ready for your last question? Oh my god, this I can't believe it. I made it. You are twenty nine for twenty nine. Unless I fuck this one Unless up you really bad. This up, then we got to start over. God damn it. Yeah. What is? Your favorite holiday. Oh, oh. God. <sighs> yeah, you saved the really intense one for last. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's, it's absolutely non-religious Christmas. Yes. Um, I was very into Christmas. And I had, I had what I feel like was an unfair <laughs> Christmas experience <laughs> with Santa Claus um, that... I, so I was a very skeptical child. Yeah, sure. You know, my, I can see that. My brother would set traps for Santa. Oh God! To to be like, if Santa's real, I'm going to catch Santa. He would like string like strings with bells across the living room, and then like sleep on the couch with a video camera. Oh, parents were like, <laughs> the parents, parents were, were like, like God, God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, oh, the video camera ran out of batteries in the middle of the night. Bummer. Yeah, how weird. Something. Um, or just being like, just no gifts. Be like, wow, Santa came down here and you sketched him out, right. so he didn't give you gifts. Maybe Santa's not gonna come. He said though, he left a note for us saying <laughs> that he'll try again in a week. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. So, but you have to sleep in your bed and you can't be a nightmare. Basically. 
<laughs> um, I, so I was very skeptical. And so I, you know, you, you write a letter to Santa with your list. Absolutely you do. Um, and my lists were always, there was a lot. There was a lot on the list. Again, I was just trying to solve my anxiety. I, mean, shit, I was like, afraid. what's going to make me feel better? Probably Santa? exotic That's pets. Magic. That's, I imagine. I always had some campaign <laughs> for some a, pet. A sloth. Yeah, and, and I was like, that will solve my anxiety finally. <laughs> I didn't understand that that's what was happening at the time, but like sure, in my mind, I just became obsessed with like, I'm going to get a cow. We're going to keep it in the yard. <laughs> and then I will be happy. <laughs> my parents were just like, oh my God. Oh, like, bless cows you. are exotic. Bless your hearts. I love that. I was talking to my mom about that recently, actually. She's like, you, ha- you had rats, you had a cat. And I was like, I know, but they didn't solve my anxiety. <laughs> and so I had to come up with Bigger. a new solution. <laughs> yeah, I needed a miniature. I really tried to get my dad to keep a miniature horse in his yard. <laughs> he, he disagreed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I see <sighs> that. So anyway, so I wrote a letter to Santa in like June that was like, listen, I think it was probably like nine. I was like, listen, Santa, here's the thing. I've heard that you don't exist. I think you exist. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. However, I'm going to need proof. I'm going to need for you to send me some proof. Yep. Um, I would like a handwritten letter and I would like, I was like, I would like pieces of your robes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know that you don't wear that like commercial red suit. I know what you wear are beautiful flowing robes made of velvet. Um, I would like to have some swatches of your robes <laughs> for proof. And I fucking got them. Yeah. I got a handwritten yeah. letter on like gold edged stationery, which I now am pretty sure my grandmother wrote. Yeah. Because they had similar handwriting. And I got like swashes of like dark, like dark, like emerald green and like dark red and like, and like trim that had like gold and like woven it, like, into it. Tears and I was like, like holy <gasps> shit. So yeah. I, th- I think I believed in Santa like a little bit longer I than did everybody the same thing. else. Not as extreme, but like I made my list, put it in an envelope, and left it with like a sign here. <laughs> nice and like the next morning I looked up and it said like S claws and yep. I'm like got there em. it is that's it yeah that's sick so I had proof so yes um, oh, Christmas was was big yeah it was also you know magical because it's like winter in New England is also oh, fucking sure. ma- all the seasons Christmas. in New England are magical white Christmas yeah so you, yeah. you know sled and make snowmen and all that good stuff yeah and hot chocolate it's all the whole vibe yeah it's all of it well you did it you went 30 for 30 <gasps> Isn't that amazing? Oh my god! I, I can't believe it. You're nervous. Thank god. you so much. Do you have anything that you want to tell everyone about? I mean, I know you have. Obviously, we got Hags podcast. Hags, yep. Got to check it out. Mm-hmm. You can find it anywhere you find podcasts. It's just at Hags Podcast everywhere. Hagspodcast.com, Patreon.com/slash Hags Podcast. Check it out. We got Crimes Division. That Anime Crimes Division. We are hoping, hoping that we will get a third three. season, maybe possibly, but the first two seasons are available on Crunchyroll for free or if you have a, a subscription and also on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, that is fun stuff. Yeah. What else? What else? I've got a couple just like horror shorts coming out, one of which I shot in January. I don't know when it's coming out. One of which I shot two days ago, which we're hoping to have out by like Halloween times. Cool. We got um, Mary Kate Nashtray. Mary Kate Nashtray. We are on. We're at youtubecom slash Bowling for Tiffany, which is where all of our comedy uh, stuff still exists, and you can yay, see Clay there too. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Yeah. That's I good. I think that's, that's all the things. That's so many things. You can follow me at Riley Rose Critch on Twitter and at Riley Ace of Spies on Instagram, there as you I go. mentioned before. And you should do it. That's it. Um. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. You rock and roll. You rock um, and roll. Yeah. This is the best. Thanks, Raz. <laughs> this is great. Bye, Raz. Bye. Bye. All right, that was Riley. How fun. Again, 10, 10 fun. Um, no, she's the best. I just, I adore her. Riley, I adore you. Um, so, yeah, so uh, here's how you support Riley. Got to listen to her podcast, Hags Podcast. It's it's legit, guys. It's it's helpful. It's really great. It's it's 
something that people should be doing is educating themselves. Um, they are providing a service as much as they're providing entertainment. Um, it's important work, I believe, that they are doing. Um, so you can listen to the Hags podcast. You can uh, support their Patreon, patreon.com slash Hags podcast. Um, outside of the podcast world, you can see your stuff. Mary-Kate and Ashtray with Daniel Montgomery. He's, they're both so funny. Daniel, if you're listening, come on the pod. I would love to have you. Um you got to do that. Mary-Kate and Ashtray. What am I missing? What am I missing? Oh, yeah. Crimes Division. It's like a anime. It's it's through Rocket Jump. It's it's incredible. Look it up. It, you're gonna Your mind will be blown by nothing else, the visuals, but mostly Riley's acting. Woo! Um, like I mentioned in the beginning, I'm going to repeat it all again to drive you just nuts. This show is up for some awards, so you can really help out the show. I'd really appreciate it if you guys would do this. Go to podcastawards.com. Sign up. Um, under nominations now open do it sign up nominate yellow pod sessions you can find it under the comedy category and like all the other podcasts on that site under the Adam Curry People's Choice Awards very helpful it takes about three minutes um, to do it it's easy peas Um, so do it and then as always guys tell a friend subscribe rate review um, and then keep listening Thanks, you guys. We'll talk next week, I hope, or soon, next episode, with someone awesome, because it always is. All right, guys? Bye. Bye.